Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. There's a voice that keeps on calling me Down the road, it's where I'll always be Every stop I make, I make a new friend Can't stay for long, just turn around and I'm gone again Maybe tomorrow, I'll wanna settle down Until tomorrow, I'll just keep moving on Down this road, that never seems to end when new adventure lies just around the bend So if you want to join me for a while Just grab your hat, come travel light, that's old style Maybe tomorrow I'll want to settle down Until tomorrow the whole world is my home So if you want to join me for a while Just grab your hat, come travel light, that's old style tightest it's ever been dear listener i was not ready not ready not ready until literally uh the fade out of the song good evening this is ian lee on talk radio late nights with ian lee on talk radio you can watch us on periscope.tv slash ian lee uh, but let's let's just cut to the chase we are joined by um legend is that a strong enough word for you korean billy is it how do, how do you view yourself korean billy uh i am usually um Quoted as YouTube sensation. YouTube <laughs> sensation. Well, yeah, yeah. I, how many how many views have you had on YouTube? Uh, nearly ten million in total on my Facebook page. Flipping heck! Yeah, that's a lot. Isn't that's it? outrageous. Um, l- a little introduction because there will be some people who don't know, but regular listeners to this show will be f- very familiar with your work. Um, because we play loads of your videos. <laughs> right. <laughs> if ever we're stuck for a moment, I go, oh, let's find a Korean Billy video and let's um, have a little look at that. Um, but for those who don't know, you make videos mm-hmm. um, explaining British slang. Is that pretty much it? Well, more likely, um, not not 
not particularly British slang, but、uh, more about British dialects. Okay.、Mm-hmm. Um, and how do you? Because because they look very very slick. Do you make these yourself, or do you have a team of people around you? Well, I usually make videos by myself. Yeah. Like, especially when it comes to the dialect videos, I do everything for by myself. Yes. And yeah, I just enjoy learning British dialects, and I enjoy making videos about that. Why do you do it? I don't know because <laughs> I am just interested. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what I like. Yeah. <laughs> and, Yeah, I just can't help you know learning more about the British dialects. You've become a bit of a star over here. I know you're over here because you you know you're, you're you're doing some bits and pieces, and you've been on the BBC, and you've been on various websites, and、um, I th- were you on Sky? I saw you tweeting Kay Burley for goodness'、yeah. sake. Why were you tweeting Kay Burley? I was supposed to meet her yesterday. Oh, don't. But yeah, but do you know what happened yesterday? No. What did she find a family and had to tell them on camera that someone had died because that's what she does quite <laughs> often. No. What happened yesterday?、Uh, you know the. You remember the Scottish referendum?、Thing? Yeah, I do remember it. Yeah. yeah、oh. So Kay had to go to Westminster. So I couldn't actually manage to meet her. Unbelievable. Yeah, but instead I could, you know. Have a tour of the sky buildings.、Uh, I could film some videos、yeah. with the you know social team. Yeah. So that was yeah, good enough. Oh well, I would say I think you、uh, you certainly drew the long straw there when it comes to、uh, to meetings.、Um, so you're over here. Um, and you're doing bits and pieces, and we, we, you know, I know you, I know you're here, you're here selling stuff, and I'm happy for you to sell stuff on this show. Don't you worry about that. I understand how this business <laughs> works, but、um, I, I was thinking maybe because I'm excellent. One thing I'm really good at, and I'm I'm kind of famous for in this country, is my accents.、Mm-hmm. I am excellent at doing. Accents, and I was. By the way, if you want to speak to Korean Billy, oh, th- you're happy to talk to these. Yeah, sure. Losers, aren't you? Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. If you want to phone up, you're more than welcome. Um, I thought we could have an accent off、mm-hmm. because you, this is the thing I like about your videos. You are not afraid. You get stuck in there. You're not afraid to have a go at the accents. Yeah, I just you know enjoy doing my adventure. Yeah, into you know, different sorts of dialects.、Actually. I tell you what, Catherine, come, Catherine, come and join me.、Um, if any calls come through, I'll whack them through. Come and join me. Turn on the、uh, turn on the microphone, Kath. You're going to need a microphone because、um, if you turn on this one here. Um, don't you? Don't you worry. She can sort it out, Billy. She's a, she's、um, okay. She's、uh, well, I was going to say a trained professional. She's actually neither <laughs> of those things. But she is. Hello. Outrageous.、Um, we can、okay. have an accent off. Right. Just just sit back a bit because you you don't want to block the periscope. They, they, they've they've. I am the Billy. Billy is the money shot today, <laughs> and I want you to be. And I want you to be an impartial judge, Catherine. And here's the thing, okay? I don't want any favors. Good. <laughs> Because w- I'm your boss. What? I don't want you to go. Oh, you win, boss. No, that won't happen. Um, and I, but, I, but you know, so, so I want it I to mean, be fair. I won't win, and you're not my boss. Then, in fact, it might be worth you closing your eyes. So you don't know who <laughs> <laughs> who is、okay. doing what、um, accent. I tell you, what, Billy, I'll let you go first. Okay. You pick. What's your best accent? Your best British accent? What is it? Well, I would say scowls. Yeah, because thanks to scowls,、yes. I got fascinated by other British dialects. Right, and that was the first accent and the first dialect I have, you know, covered. Why? 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 Did, did, did you live there for a while? Well, not particularly in Liverpool,、no. but、uh, I used to live in Preston,、yes. in Lancashire. 
And like most of my classmates were scousers and Mancunians. Okay, so you, so you did a little warm up there. I heard it. I heard a little yeah little wobble there as he went into it. Yeah. So at first I was like totally shocked by the scouse accent oh, and the Mancunian accent because I hadn't known anything about. You know those kind of accents before I actually went there. Yeah, because there's no information about scouts on Mancunian in Korea. No, so I was. So well, there shocked. is now, thanks to you. But, yeah. but you're right. Before that, it's. I guess it's kind of just like a well, a received pronunciation. I guess we would mm-hmm. call it. Get get stuck in there, Billy. You go you go for a scouse, and then let's. Uh, and then you're going to do scouse. Oh, just baby. so we know. Oh. Just check. <laughs> yeah, all oh, right. Yeah. I'm going to do. You have a little go, Billy. Come on. Mm. I have some Chechen for me, Brachela. And now do it in Scouse? Huh? <laughs> yes. <outrageous>. What? <laughs> All right, then. then. Hey. <laughs> oh. Hey, it's Paul McCartney of the Beatles. <laughs> hey, flipping out is, is Ringo Starr. <laughs> Look at that. I've had some scran. Okay, I think we're With Ringo Starr <laughs> of the bloody Beatles. Say chicken. Chicken. No. <laughs> Chicken. <laughs> you say? Can you say the the beat? Can you say Ringo Starr of the Beatles in Scouse? Ringo Starr. What what exactly is that? You, what? Uh, you, don't, I, you don't know who Ringo Starr is? Ringo Starr. Ringo. Oh wow. Ringo Starr. Ringo Starr is the drummer uh, with God. the Beatles. Do you know the oh, beat? You're a young right, man. Right, You're a young now man. I get to, now I get it. Can oh, you God. say Ringo Starr of the Beatles in Scouse? Ringo Starr. I'm not sure. You can't. See, see, you can't say Ringo Starr. It's not fair, springing it on him. Well, I'm not, sp- I'm not springing the Beatles. <laughs> he brought up Scouse. I would have thought he would have known that. Catherine. Well, I mean, I think the fact that mm. Billy can do chicken it gets him extra points. Do, well, no, OK, <laughs> fair play. You're being kind to him because he's a visitor to no, these. No, because he's, he's better. <laughs> 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 you cheeky little sausage. <laughs> you cheeky little sausage. Um, okay, I'll pick one. Um, you can't pick common southern, because that's your <laughs> native tongue. <laughs> um, how are you on Welsh? Welsh? Well, Welsh? Well, the, the, word, the Welsh word I can now remember is just but. But yeah, like, <laughs> all right. But <laughs> yeah, I think this might be yeah, round that's, two. That's not um, like offensive one at all. No, no, no. I think yeah, this may yeah. be round two to me. I'm gonna I'll, here. We go. Well, uh, well, <laughs> it's Tom Jones. Well, uh, you know, it's uh, I like to call it Wendell. You know, it's uh, well, you know, I'm in the valleys. I'm in the valleys with the ladies. In the coal mine, you know, in the coal mine in Wales. Okay. That is not bad. Okay, one or just to stop it. But why did you change your voice? <laughs> Can't do it. He's just doing an impression of a very famous no, Welsh yeah. singer. No, it, it, was, was, it was just about, like, changing the accent, I'm doing, not changing the voice. But the, the, you could change your voice if you want, Billy. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I think Billy's going to storm out in disgust in a minute. He's furious. It's, the, when, I, when I do an accent, Billy, I become consumed by the region um and so i have to do is he calling foul play on me here? a bit yes okay i don't want to mm. fall out of him because i like it but <laughs> okay so it's one all the deciding match the deciding round you get to pick the accent mm-hmm. any accent you want 
You can change your... Oh, shit, the jacket's coming off for this. Yeah. Jacket is coming <laughs> off for this. Smash it, Billy. Come on. I'm oh, impartial, gosh. but... Because you're impartial. Okay. Mm. <laughs> Getting ready. Mm. So I pick one. Okay. Mm. Two, why don't you do it and we'll try and guess what it is. Oh, I do the accent. Yeah, and we'll try. And you take a guess. Yeah, we'll take a guess. Okay. Um... Okay, I'll say this sentence. Okay. Ari Hayadin, I'm going to do the tune. We're laughing because it's brilliant. We're not laughing at you. We're laughing because it's very good. Newcastle. Oh, yeah, that's right. Geordie. Okay, we're laughing because it was excellent. Can you just check that the air con's on? Because I know we've got six, five bodies in it, so it's going to get warm. Newcastle? Okay. Um, new, now, this is one of my weak ones. I would say I'm not... One. Boy, so, go ahead. See. Uh, 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 we, we down the tune at Newcastle United Football Club. <laughs> We're going to watch the football at Newcastle United. Hey, hey lassie, you want to put a coat on and you want to do your button up because we can see all a bit too much, Boyle. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you, lads? Why are you? Why are you? You don't get any extra points for preserving yeah, my All of that is happening on Periscope, by the way. Hi, guys. Who would you say <clears throat> was the best? Give it to him. Go on. I'm going to give it to Billy. I'm going to give it Go to on. Billy. He's come all this way from <laughs> South Korea. You might as well give it to him. Well done, Billy. It's, not, done. A it's not a pity point. No, he actually earned it fair and square. Yeah. Okay, Cass, that's very kind of you to it's say true. so. That's very, very kind. 0344 <laughs> is the telephone number. We'll take a quick break and uh, then we'll have some more with uh, Korean Billy. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio is back. Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. This is a genuine thrill, dear listener. Uh, you know, you know, we only get people on the show that that we really like. That either me or Kath have to have some kind of connection with that person, and they've they've kind of moved us. And we get actors, and we get um, say no, I don't think we've had any actors, but we've had we've had singers. Tony Robinson. Tony Robinson. Well, would you call it acting? <laughs> uh, <laughs> we've had singers. You know, we get people that we really, really like. And tonight we are thrilled. We have got Korean Billy in, um, and we were just saying off air, Billy, that I, I was trying to remember where it was that I first came across you and I think it was the Glasgow the um, mm-hmm. accent that you did and there is a comedian over here called Limmy who is hilarious very very rude you want to learn some rude Glaswegian words you listen to him <laughs> okay. um, but he he retweeted your video and that's I think how we discovered you and we were we were sort of hooked from then weren't we Kath mm-hmm. really oh, wow. um, uh, at Korean Billy on Twitter um, what's, what's your YouTube channel? People just type in Korean Billy, they'll be able to find yeah, it, won't they? Just literally my YouTube channel's name How is How many Korean videos Billy. have you got up now? Uh, I believe I've made, uh, over 100 videos up to now. Oh, hang on, well, hang on a second, 100 videos, 10 million divided by 100? It's still quite impressive. It is, actually. That's very, I was, I was, I was, yeah, you're right. That is still, uh, that is still yeah. very, very impressive. Um, and have you, have you got, do you know what your next one is going to be? Have you kind of got it in your, your head already, or are you just... Well, there are still lots of regions I haven't, like, travelled yet. Yes. You know, for my dialect trips. Yeah. And, yeah, possibly I would try, you know, the region I actually went to study yes so that is lancashire one yeah lancashire actually Kay is from lancashire as well yeah so 
when I like when I was supposed to I was supposed to meet Kay yesterday. Who's so Kay? I was Kay Burley. Oh, Kay yeah, Burley. Kay, so Kay. I'm sorry. Yeah, from Sky. From... Oh, he's so showbiz, yeah, we isn't he? She's, about her. She's a scouser, isn't she? Kay Burley. Isn't she from Liverpool? Really? Mm. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't. I don't I I've not she... studied her work. No, I think she is. That well. All right. Well, don't don't you know? No, I'm just saying that is Lancashire. Well, is it? Well, d- okay. Well, anyway, so you, mm. you, you, you so okay. I, I was just surprised by the use of K. It's like suddenly so informal. It's, um, <laughs> it's very nice. Um, now, listen. You were filming today, mm. Cockney rhyming slang. Yeah. Um, and you've got the you've got the cards. Have you still got the cards? Because yeah, I I've got my, them. My dad was as common as muck and was proper Cockney. I don't. Th- I don't think you get proper Cockneys anymore. You've been born within the sound of Bow Bells. Yeah. I don't think you get them. What about Danny Dyer? <laughs> like I say, I don't think you get... <laughs> you get plastic ones. You don't get real ones. But you've got some Cockney rhyming slang yep. there. I am going... To, he's going to test me on these. I am going to know every single one of these. Korean Billy. There was a bit when... <laughs> before we came in, and James was, James was banging on about whatever it was he was telling Ash off for or something... And I said um, to Billy, oh, I'm a bit knackered. Oh, do you know the word knackered? He went, of course I do. I'm Korean Billy. (laughs) (laughs) Which I thought was brilliant. Yeah, that's what I I said. I thought that was brilliant. You can also pronounce it in about five different ways. (laughs) (laughs) He totally destroyed me with that. Okay, Billy, what have you got? Okay, the first one is... Yes. Bubble bath. You're having a laugh, mate. Mm? You're having a laugh. Oh, wow. Spot on. Spot on. Am I correct? Of course I'm correct. Yeah, that's the laugh. Thank you very much indeed. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much indeed. Next one is... Dog and Bone. Mm, I'm not sure. Would I be able to phone a friend on that one? Friend? Friend Phone! Phone! Oh, wow. That's brilliant, actually. Well, so I come from very common stock. <laughs> very common Finally stock. Finally, it's paying off. Yes. <laughs> Go on. Next one is this one. Um, China plate. Catherine, you know that, don't you? Yeah. Go me on. old china, me old mate. 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 That's brilliant. Yeah. Now, did you know these before you came on, before you were handed these, uh, well, cards? Did not, you know any Cockney rhyming slang? Not really, because I, I, I I'm not really interested in, you know, different words and no. different sorts of languages in London right. area. Because I usually go up north right so. well, you did a street you did a street dialect, yeah london road man well, that was so challenging to me so yeah so that, these were really really confusing to yeah. me cockney rhyming slang well cockney rhyming slang was invented so that, that it was like a so it was a secret code so that the poor people because the cockneys were dodgy yeah yeah, yeah. Well, so the, the poor people could talk in front of the you know the wealthier people and the police and things and not be not be understood as to mm-hmm. what they were saying now you've got one there what's this weasel and stoat weasel and stoat you take a guess i think that's made up but i'm gonna squeeze and stoke it i'm gonna say well a boat is the one that springs to mind reason stoke boat blah, blah. i'm gonna say boat mm. boat i think it might be throat throat i think it's made up well, let's find out. Let's find out. Coat. No, Coat. no, it's not. Get your weasel, no. you pulled. You've been, you've been. <laughs> that is, that is made up. I am not having that one bit. Your Cambridge University Press have lied to you. What Billy. do they know, Cambridge they've University? Lied. Oh, go on, go on. They've got any more? Good, good one. This is good. I yep. like this. 
This is gonna be the easy Apples one. Apples and pears! Stairs. Stairs. That stairs. is like one of the most like typical ones. Yeah. Up the apples. Or yeah. as my mum and dad, when I was going, being put to bed as a child, they would say up the wooden hill to Bedfordshire. That was the one. That was the one. Well, I'm northern, and even I know that one. Apples, okay. Look, oh, look, 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 yeah. look, look, look at your PRs trying to find a tough one to catch me oh, out. Yeah. What is this? <laughs> what, it, what is it? We let him win the accent competition, <laughs> for goodness sakes. <laughs> Come on, Ian, find a tough one. All right. There was one get... that a, a Cockney couldn't get earlier, and oh, that yeah, outie team one. is not a real Cockney. <gasps> go on, let's have a look. Yeah, it's a Mockney. It's a Mockney. That one. Um, piano. Is it a piano? It's a piano yeah, it? piano. Uh, Aunt Joanna, piano. I wonder, is it Aunt though? I thought it's the old Joanna. I th- I think you guys at the Cambridge University Press. I think you need you need. Uh, you need oh a, wow! A, a thumb thwacking on the back <laughs> of the legs. That's that's what you need. All right, listen, Billy. Thank you for that. Um, what in, now? Korean. Mm-hmm. How? Because t- I learned. I'm wondering how tough a language Korean is, and I'll tell you why. Because Catherine is excellent at languages. Spanish and French fluently, and a few others... A little bit. A little bit. Mm -hmm. I'm terrible at languages. I learned Japanese for a while, and, gee, I'll come to you in a minute, 03444991000. And Japanese is actually quite an easy language to learn, because it follows very, very strict rules. Unlike Mm -hmm. kind of the, the language, the continental languages here where all the rules are all over the place. Japanese is very, very strict rules. And once you know the rules, mm-hmm. you just need to learn the vocabulary. And I wondered what Korean was like. Is, is, is Korean... A, obviously, it's not a tough language for you. You are yeah. Korean. Mm-hmm. But I wonder, is, for somebody who doesn't speak that language, is it a tough language well, to get I heard around? Co- I heard Korean is one of the most difficult languages really? to learn yeah, for foreigners. Yeah, because there are so many like variations, yeah. so many rules to like precisely use korean yeah so yeah i saw lots of foreigners find it really really difficult to learn korean partly because of the alphabet is 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 the alphabet itself is really really easy to is it how many characters in the korean alphabet well how many 20 something and 20 something for consonant yeah and 10 13 14 for vowels and you can just you know make you know all the alphabets using them, and you can so you with you make the words phonetically from the the letters mm-hmm. because J- Japanese has got they've got three different alphabets they've got um, and I think they're they've got the alpha I can't remember the correct names and kanji they've got the Japanese alphabet for Japanese yeah, words Hiragana. and I think yeah, yeah and I think there's forty five fifty characters mm-hmm. then they have Romanji which is the same sounds but that's for English words. So you would spell things like, oh, I don't know, you'd spell Hawaii using that alphabet instead of the Japanese. And then, of course, they use the Chinese alphabet, which is, they use, I think, about 50,000 of the Chinese characters, which is insane. (laughs) But the Japanese alphabet's fun to learn. But can you teach Catherine a little korean phrase because you 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 get like you your brain yeah. works with language well, you say that it? this is about to be disproved well let's but... see can, can, can you can you teach her a little little korean, korean so bit? when i was on uh bbc uh what, what was that like scouts one radio station yeah. uh one of the radio presenter asked me what boss is in <laughs> korean boss <laughs> yeah <laughs> and uh i taught them a phrase tebak tebak Teba. Yeah, teba. That is, means, it, has that got a ca- 
Debug is like D A E B A K. Debug. Yeah, that's boss.、Ah. Like boss la. I'm watching your tongue. There's a lot of tongue action going. The the tongue seems to be quite important there.、Yeah. Go on, you get one. Debug. Debug. Is that、yeah. now? Would would she be understood if she said that to a Korean? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Well, well done. Right. Well, th- I am debug. Now put it into it. Now. Boss that la. Unbelievable. Listen, I know it's a bit of fun because we've got a guest,、mm-hmm. but just just calm it down. <laughs> Um, <laughs> G's on the line. Good evening, G. Hip hip hip. Hip hip hip. G, you're through to Korean Billy. Well, I'm going to call him Billy because Korean Billy is a little bit Jonathan.、Um, What? However, yes. I would like to ask Billy. Yes. To repeat a Welsh phrase in the Welsh accent. Okay, well, it's, it's not. It's, well, okay, let's let's see. It's, 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 yeah, it depends what it is, G. But yes, go. Whose boots are these shoes, then? What?、Uh, whose boot is this shoes, then? What was that?、Who's、yeah, I, I, I kind of remember that. I think, yeah, I think now that you've、here's、both said、one. that, someone someone's been killed. No, here's, here's another one. <laughs> yes, okay, G. See those two houses on the hill? I live in the one in the middle. That is, te- I mean, that? that is terrible. <laughs> Now、oh、you、God. say it in the Welsh accent. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, that was a. Te- that's I'm a- not Welsh. No, neither is he. You're not, are you? No. <laughs> Some- somewhere there's a Welsh Billy though who's、um, doing videos on Korean. <laughs> <laughs> that would、he's- be awesome. He's had seven hits <laughs> on YouTube. Thank you, Gee. Thank you very much for that. Thank you, Billy. Are you right to stick around for another ten, fifteen minutes?、Mm-hmm. You okay? We're going to take a little break and then we'll come back and we'll do some more and we'll plug the website and whatever. Whatever it is you're here to sell, we're going to sell it. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late night conversation. Wealth losing sleep over. Ian Lee on air and off the leash on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. I am having the time of my life, Billy. I have to say, it's it's one of those weird things. I don't get fa- I meet you know famous people and I interview famous people. <laughs> But there was there was something of a thrill when you walked into the talk radio offices and I and, and you were you were suddenly real you know you weren't that guy that's on my computer screen you were real and you were here and it was um ha- have you been rec- do you get recognised while you're here、uh, actually yeah I when I went to Covent Garden、yeah. on Sunday and、uh, three girls. Uh, came to me, did they, and said hello to me, saying like, "Oh my God, are you Korean, Billy?" <laughs> and "Oh my God, we are from Liverpool, and I'm so good to see you." Like that, isn't that funny? Yeah, so that was really, really nice to you know. I bet it was. It, it, I bet it was lovely being so far away from home and people being nice. But your family and friends, do they are they aware of what an internet phenomenon you are? What do they What do they think of it? Well. My parents don't know nothing about YouTube and other、yeah. like online video stuff.、Yeah. So she, yeah. So when I said I am going to the UK, they were just shocked because they knew like nothing about what I was doing. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> so how、uh, funny. Yeah, but I- for my friends, yeah, they kind of know what I'm doing. Yeah. But I think for Korean people, they just、uh, find it interesting that a just Asian. 
guy、mm. just does British English because、mm. British English is not that you know a big thing in Korea. If, if if I were to go to Korea, which I plan to one day, and I want to talk to you about that,、uh, if you go to Japan, for example, Japan is kind of the only semi-equivalent thing I can. Well, no, actually, Pakistan. If you if you speak English, you will just to be able to get by in the big cities. Would I be able to get by in in Seoul, for example, if I only speaking English? Definitely, yeah. Yeah.、Mm-hmm. I think like most of the Korean people kind of you know are able to you know communicate with、yeah. you know communicate in English. With just、okay. basic English expressions,、yeah. so and what is because、uh, Korea is on the list of places to go to, both both South and North Korea. If I'm completely honest, you know,、mm-hmm. um, sell it to me. What what is Korea like? What South Korea like? What would what would I eat? What would I see? What why would I want to go there? So like Korea is developing so quickly、mm. and so fast. So everything is everything is so fast and so quick. Yeah. So you can see the you know. The different stages of development when you go to different areas、yeah. in South Korea. So that is really, really interesting. So some buildings are really, really traditional. Like there are some castles and nice buildings, traditional buildings. But at the same time, there are really, really modern, huge yeah. skyscrapers. Yeah. So that is yeah, really interesting、um, to me、uh, as well. Give, give me one, give me one insider's tip. What what should I eat? Give me something that only a Korean would would know.、Mm, something to eat. Yeah. Well, there are、uh, well Korean people are crazy about like chicken. Like, don't, don't tell me Kentucky Fried Chicken. No, <laughs> no, no, that's boring one for Korean people. <laughs> <laughs> so there are different kinds of fried chicken, especially.、Yeah. So there are tons of kinds of flavors. Yeah. So you can just pick one. And they are really, really nice.、Lovely. Yeah, I think they are quite unique to、yeah. you know Korean. I'm going. I'm going. I want it. It's on the list.、Uh, now, listen. You're here, obviously. You're being flown over by a company, and you know we, we understand the business. And we were quite happy to say, well, you come and you know you perform for us, and we'll plug the thing. But then we were talking about the thing that you're here to plug, and it sounds brilliant. <laughs> it actually sounds brilliant. <laughs> Ian is your kind.、Oh. What is your relationship to Billy? How come you've got involved with this? Well, I like to think we're friends now. <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My friend Billy, <laughs> that laugh there and that. Yeah. <laughs> what's what's the word for boss? <laughs> so no, we were、uh, at Cambridge University Press.、Uh, we're celebrating this year a hundred years of the English pronouncing dictionary. Now listen, and you say that, and you said that off air. I know it's a bit dry. No, that sounds. Br- I didn't even know there was a pronunciation dictionary. This is brilliant. It's and it's just. Pronouncing words in there. That's right. No、Fine. definitions. Just、Fine. how to pronounce them.、Fantastic. Started off 1917.、Uh, public school pronunciation. Yeah. Based on the、uh, southern menfolk or, or the menfolk of southern England who、oh. went to the great boarding schools,、yeah. but has developed over a hundred years. Now even covers American pronunciation. I tell you what, I like. You get people phoning up on on the radio. Um, yeah, I I、uh, I didn't like your pronunciation of that word. Well, actually, it's pronunciation, and you you, you dismiss <laughs> them, and you get that all the time. You, you you I didn't like your pronunciation of that. So how how have have we got free ones? Give it. Give... <laughs> <laughs> I'll sort you out with the app because、uh, it's、right. not not just a print dictionary.、Okay. Now, obviously, there's an app. Of course, and, everything's、uh, an app, isn't it?、Yeah. We were talking about dictionaries yesterday because I was having a big clear out, and I'm a big fan, big fan of books, and I've got two little boys who are seven and five. And I made sure that we. And I, I realised about three years ago we didn't have one. I went out and bought a big fat dictionary, and, I, and, they, and they said, "Why have you got that?" I said, "Well, because because this is a great way to look up words, right? It's a great way to look up spelling, 
great way to look at what they mean. And also, it's just fun sometimes just to flick through a dictionary and go, what's this? You know, and it can spark off imagination and stories. And I think it's one of the things I think that kids are losing is um, the ability to to use a book to find information. It's all this. It's, it's all going straight to the computer and typing mm-hmm. something in. And I've taught my boys how to use an index in a book and how to... All of that stuff. In Argos. Yes, in, in Argos, yeah. in the toy section. That's what it, but I think, it's, I think this stuff is really important. And, you know, everyone is so reliant on computers for, for stuff like pronunciation and spelling and definition. And I think it's, we're losing something as a result of that. Yeah, we're seeing some interesting things that uh, people are using... We've got a great online dictionary, yeah. uh, and that's great because we can see what people are looking up around the world. Oh, really? And it's not just the rude words. <laughs> and it's fantastic. And, and strangely, you know, every time Trump tweets something, people in Korea, people in India are quickly looking up the yeah. words that he's, he's tweeting. But there's something about print as well. Yeah. That, and as you say, you look up a word and then you see another word yeah. next to it. Yeah. And you start looking that up as well. And kids actually, you, you see them get their hands on, mm. on, a, on a proper book. And, yeah. And they do. They, there's something that they become absorbed in it yeah. in a way that they don't necessarily when they're, as you say, looking up something, well, uh, just an individual the, thing. The, the joy, I don't know, maybe your app does this, but the joy of looking up a word and just seeing what's on either side of it, you know, that's just, you, you go, oh, look, that, that I, right. I just think there's something magic about dictionaries. And, and, and mm. you know, it sounds boring and it sounds dull, but there is something magic about dictionaries because it's language. It's all in there. So give the, so a hundred years, give, give, give the book, the, the book and the app a plug. Go on. Go on. You get, you okay. get, get, you get, <laughs> yes, get yeah, yeah. free space here. Go on. Okay. <laughs> so it's, as said, it's an English pronouncing dictionary, yeah. particularly good if you're a uh, fan of phonetics and yes. phonology, yeah. but also great if you're learning the language. Um, and just a fascinating yeah. dictionary. Um, has It's on about the 18th edition now. Yeah. Uh, initially produced in 1917. Uh, still going strong. Beautiful. Print, app, CD-ROM if you've got a <laughs> CD-ROM? CD-ROM? <laughs> <laughs> this is 1997. What the hell is wrong with you, man? CD-ROM. It's also right. on floppy disk and cassette. <laughs> <laughs> Initially recorded uh, by HMV in 1917 on gramophone, oh. he recorded the the cardinal vowels. I think. Oh, uh, I bet that, that's a great record. To have. Uh, we'll get you one of those. Oh, on please vinyl. do. I'd love one of those. <laughs> um, Billy, how long are you over here for? Uh, I'm staying in the UK for ten days. Have they put and... you up somewhere nice? They got you in a good hotel. Yep. Oh, okay. very nice one good, good, in good. Cambridge. Oh, and I really beautiful. like Cambridge. It was my first time to visit Cambridge and I really like yeah, it. Yeah, it's a nice place, Cambridge, yeah. isn't it? It's it's a it's completely different from London, you know. It's, yeah, it's a it lot is. calmer and a lot lot nicer, I think. Mm-hmm. Um and so what else have we got? More interviews, more videos, more yeah, bits and pieces. BBC Radio One and wow. Scott Mills. Yep, Scott yes! Mills. Oh, we wow. beat How you, Mills. Know? <laughs> because it, Scott Mills has a tendency, when I do something, a few days later, Scott Mills does it. Hmm. <laughs> I wonder how that is. <laughs> um, oh, that, you'll have a lot of fun. You'll have a lot of fun. Well, I, I, I appreciate you coming in. Um, so it's at Korean Billy on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, and if people go on YouTube and type in Korean Billy, they will see all of your bits and pieces. Is, is there, before we let you go, and we will let you go, I promise, because I know you've had a long day, and, okay. and I really appreciate you coming, genuinely. Is that, what's your kind of favourite? Have you got a favourite British word that, that is, is, when you, when you learnt it, you went, wow, that's, uh, that's pretty special. British word? Mm, not not dialect word. Well, anything, anything. It can be anything okay. from one of your videos. I mean, I did I did like the, your use of Aldi. I, th- I thought that was was unusual. Yeah. 
Yeah, yes, I thought that was... Uh, yeah, the Asta is really unique, because there is no Asta in Korea. So, <laughs> Asta is so, so British to me. Yeah. And I sometimes miss Asta when I'm in Korea. Isn't it funny? Yeah. And also, when I made, you know, Bristolian one, yeah. I found out pe- British Bristolians say Astol rather than Asta. Astol. Yeah. And well, they say, also say Bristol, Brizzle. Yeah. Brizzle. Yeah. Um... Keep on doing what you're doing, Billy. It's, uh, you know, g- genuinely, I think it's, I think your videos, I think what you do are brilliant. I think your uh, pronunciation dictionary sounds fantastic. I thank you so much for coming in, man, honestly. And thank you. I know it's it's been a long day and I know you've been busy and you've been all over the shop and you must be shattered. So I, I, I really appreciate it. And more power to your elbow. 0344 499 1000. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. The wild man of late night radio is back. Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. I enjoyed that. What a delightful, um, what a delightful gentleman Korean Billy is. As if he was going to be anything else. Of course he was going to be lovely. Absolutely fantastic. Thank you so much for making the effort to uh, come down. We've got some more great guests coming up soon. We've got Nicholas Parsons. We have got... Um, um, Michelle Leon from Babes in Toyland. We've got, um, oh, we've got, um, Bernard Cribbins, hopefully, is coming on. Des O'Connor passed. That's fair enough. Okay, well, that's cool. Um, who else have we got? I've got, let me get the, um, 0344 499 1000, by the way. Let me just get, um, the diary. Hang on a second, because I've written down some people that we've got. Oh, I tell you who we've got. Uh, we've only got Galt McDermott coming on. Who? Oh, the guy that wrote Hair. He's 85 now. Galt McDermott, a legend, uh, is hopefully coming on the show. We've got Roy Hudd. Um, we have got... Will Store is coming back on. Um, all kinds of people. All kinds of people. We've had um, a really good run of uh, booking guests and sending out emails and taking punts and seeing who comes and who says yes. Uh, always strange, to, slightly awkward to um, to to pick up the show after a, a guest has been in, particularly when it's not, you know, for the full hour. It's, it's always a little bit strange. But the phone lines are open. You are welcome to call in. I know you've got out of the habit a bit because of the strike. Well, the strike is over. Spread the word. You can call in now. 0344 499 1000. 0344 499 1000. And you know the rules. Um, I'll sit here and I've got stuff to talk about. We'll go through the papers in a little bit and have a look at some of the stuff at that. But you are very, very welcome to call in about anything you want. This is a, a late-night phone-in show, unlike any other late-night phone-in show. Indulge me for two minutes while I set up the stall, because I know we're getting loads of new listeners all the time. Um, welcome, by the way, to our new listeners. Welcome. You're, you're very, very welcome, and we're glad to have you here. Um, most phone-in shows, most late-night phone-in shows as well, will we'll have a theme per hour. This hour, we're going to talk about Brexit. The next hour, we're going to talk about Scottish independence. The hour after that, we're going to talk... That's, that's kind of what they're like. And this show doesn't follow that vibe. We are unique. It is unique in that um 
conversations will will spill over hours over days over weeks you know you might be listening to a podcast from um april of last year and go oh i want to call in about that you'd be very welcome to there are no limits obviously you can't libel and 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 we're we're cracking down on the swearing a bit more than we did last year but 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 there uh, really is a blank canvas it's a drop-in center for the lost and lonely and the bewildered and the befuddled um i consider myself to be one of those um, bewildered and befuddled myself and it's always strange as well doing the show after having been away for a week because i feel a little bit you know i feel a little bit still in holiday mode can't quite get up to speed sort of forgotten how to do bits and pieces um and uh, but th- thank you so much for your, the, the way you responded to jake yap last week of course you all loved him as i knew you would because the, the man is an absolute he's, he's brilliant he's he's charming and he's interested and i say that deliberately and um and he's funny and i knew that you, i knew that you'd like him but and here's the thing and here's me being completely honest i read all the nice stuff you've been saying about jake yap on the talk radio listeners page and stuff like that and it 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 locks into my self-doubt this isn't a criticism i'm glad you're saying nice things about him because it's nice for him to read nice things about him and i don't in any way in any logical way perceive him to be a threat of course i don't you know um but 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 in the illogical way that you know my head is wired and depression is wired i read the stuff about nice things about jake and my first thought is oh that's nice oh god they like him more than they like me Oh, God, hang on. What if... Oh, no, they don't want me. They want him. Oh, what if my boss what likes him more than... He... And I, I end up spiralling off into all kinds of weird and shadowy places. Now, logically, I know that that's all nonsense and that, that Jake is, is, is kind of my cover at the moment and that is wonderful and, and, and that you like him as you can also like me. But the, the, the messed up part of my head, the bit that's not quite wired correctly, the insecure, self-loathing part, just expands this, this little fleck of dust in, into a whole storm. Isn't it funny? Isn't it weird? Here's another weird thing I noticed today, right? And I think, I think, and now I, my memory at the moment is terrible. I keep having to go from my car to my door and then go, oh, I forgot, I forgot that. And going back to the car and then going to, and then oh, I forgot that. And I, I'm getting that a lot. And I've, I've, I had a, I've got a lamp in here and I was convinced I took that lamp home last night. I was convinced I put it in the car. I remember putting it in the car after the show last night. But when I got in, into my house um, and I turned on my bedroom light, I thought, oh, I've left the lamp in the car. I won't have a lamp to read by. Oh, no, no, no. And then when I got into the car today, I couldn't find the lamp. And I was turning the thing over, going, where's the... Where? Oh, no. I must have left it on the roof of my car and driven away last night and it's fallen off somewhere. The lamp never left the building. It was here. I never took it out of the building. Isn't that weird? Here's the thing. I think for the last, when did I get my prescription renewed? Let's say three weeks. I've been taking the wrong dosage of pills. Isn't that? Yes. I, I think, I think I've been taking half the dosage. I think half the dosage of one pill and sometimes double the dosage of the other to help me sleep. Blah, blah, blah. But I've been taking half the dosage I, I'm, because I assumed, I think, 
And now I'm, and, and I, it kind of dawned on me today. And now I was thinking, well, maybe I, maybe it wasn't, I don't know what my dosage is meant to be, whether it's meant to be 75 or 150. I think it was 150, I think. I don't know. And I assumed that the, the prescription gave me the dose that I was meant to take. So I was just taking one of these tablets and then it dawned on me today to look at them. I go, oh, these are only 75. I think I'm meant to be on double these. I don't know. Isn't that weird? Isn't that nuts? So I've, I've emailed my, my psych and um, said, can you, uh, can you tell me how to proceed? I have been doing this. Should I have been doing this? How do I proceed? Your instructions, please, boss. So um, why am I telling you all this? Well, I'm just telling you all this because my head's a little bit all over, uh, all over the, the, the place today. And, um, and I'm just feeling befuddled and confused and really emotional, really emotional. I had a session with my therapist today. God, why am I telling you all this? It doesn't matter. Um, I had a session with my therapist today and I, I left halfway through it. I left halfway through it because it was just, it was just, he was just getting to the, to the nub. He got, he got to my nub. He was fingering my nub. And I went, do you know what, Craig? Um, I can't do this. And I'm off. He went, you sure? I went, yeah. He said, why don't you, why don't you sit here? I said, well, I think I'm going to go, Craig. And, um, and uh, I left and he was just getting to the, the, a very important nub. And so today has been a very strange, um, emotional day. I, I kind of left my therapist and I had to go off and do some stuff for this record label I run. So it was a 15 minute drive and I was in floods of tears in the 15 minute drive from Craig to Glen. And then I had to kind of, you know, sort myself out and, and do some work for an hour. I say work. All we did was we sat in a cafe, ate um, a crusty cheese roll and argued about which order some songs would go on a CD. I mean, call, call that a job. We, we literally, we just sat there and went, well, I think that should go there. And he'd go, okay, um, I, but I think that this one should go there. And I'd go, yeah, right, sounds fair enough. And that was it. That was our meeting. And then I went home and, um, oh, I just, I just cried. I just sat on the bed and cried. And I was going to sleep, but I couldn't. So um, I decided to watch a film and it took me ages to set up the thing to watch this film and... I couldn't find the subtitles. It ended up by, probably not by coincidence, maybe by some subconscious thing. I watched a Korean film today, right? And I tweeted, uh, texted my mate Lino, because L- Lino recommends films to me, right? And I tweet, I, I found this film called Train to Busan, right? It's a Korean film. And it looked brilliant. I read the description. It looked brilliant. And I tweeted Lino, Lino, I've just found this film, Train to Busan. You can thank me later. And he went, oh, I've watched that. And it was crap. Oh, right. Okay. Well, I've just spent an hour getting this flipping thing to work, so I'm going to watch it. And do you know what? It wasn't crap. It was brilliant. What you on about Lino? You've, you've totally. I've asked him to um, delete my phone number because I don't want. I don't want movie recommendations from a man that doesn't reckon, recognize that Train to Busan, a Korean zombie apocalypse horror film, is it's a masterpiece. An absolute, genuine masterpiece. It was brilliant. Thrilling and funny 
and touching and is is a thing about there's a relationship with a dad and his kid and even though she's a daughter and there's zombies and stuff and it got and it got to me and at the end of it I was oh I was in pieces again but because it took me so long to get the thing to work so I could f- watch it with subtitles I, by the time the film finished it was seven o'clock now I'm normally here at seven o'clock so I had an hour and a half uh, hour and a half drive meaning I would get here about half past eight. And I was sat on the bed thinking, uh, um, I don't want to go in and do the radio. I don't, I don't, I don't want to go in and do it because they all like Jake Yap more than me. And actually, I, I don't think I've, I've lost my mojo. And actually, this kind of free form nonsense, talking about nothing. There's a reason that I'm the only person doing this, because it's not a very good idea, and the last listening figures weren't that good. <laughs> Catastrophizing. All that because I watched the, I watched the film. All of that. Isn't it funny? Catastrophizing. And um, so that's where my head is at, dear listener. I've shared that with you. Um, and I, you know, and I'm thinking that my, my career's in a lot of dead ends and I'm probably not going to write that book anymore. And I did a show the other night and people enjoyed it, but I kind of thought it didn't go as well as it should have done. And I got turned down for a, a job and all this kind of stuff. And I'm doing a job next week and I thought it would pay more and it's not paying that much. And it's going to mean I'm going to be really, all of this stuff was going on in my head and it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. So where does that leave us? Don't leave us anywhere. Doesn't advance uh the cause or anything but what it does mean i have laid myself bare on the uh the radio for you you're welcome to call in about that you're welcome to call in about other stuff you're welcome to sit at home and listen you're welcome to switch off as well it's all groovy none of this matters oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand tick your rager diaries now late nights with ian lee on talk radio Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. We'll talk after the news. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. be coming on the show as well. Oh yeah! Herb Alpert, ladies and gentlemen, get your lips around this! Twitter and Facebook are trying to, to apply the rules of logic to what I was saying about Jake Yap. Let, let, me, let me just stress everything, I, I genuinely, in the real world, not jealous of Jake at all, and I think he's brilliant. I think he's brilliant. One of the best out there. Um, but some of you are trying to apply the rules of logic and sense to what I said about Jake. And it's, uh, maybe I didn't convey it well enough. 
my feelings of insecurity and uh, worthlessness and being less than um, don't come from a place of logic. They come from a place of, well, insanity. You can't apply logic to what I was saying. So, no, I, 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 so don't. You can't. I'm nuts. I'm nuts. You think you've already found your ideal oh, hotel? Oh, hang on a second. Hang on a second, Gaz Tech. Yes. Here we go. This is it. Uh, oh. <laughs> Somewhere in the city, yeah, the air is still. A baby being born to the overkill. Look out, here he comes. Gaztec Camera loves your mom. Gaztec Camera on the radio, and he'll drop his pants if he can. But he wants to get up with all the mums listening. His tongue is glistening. Oh Mums are listening. And Gaztec wants to touch them where the sun does not shine. Oh In their little. Oh, I nearly, got, I nearly said something really rude then. Just then. I nearly said something very, very rude. You're Were a... you about to hit the dub button there? No, I, I, nearly, I nearly did. Oh, oh dear. What fun. I've, I've done a you. <coughs> You've done a what? I've done a what you do. I've, I've what, what, won, lo- won loads of um, brilliant radio awards. No. Um, increase your a... listenership at every radio station you've been sacked for, uh, you've left uh, through your own choice. No. Um, made, um, uh, um, love to, uh, No. Okay. Yeah. I, I watched the entire seven or hour OJ documentary and have now ordered four books on Amazon. And what? <laughs> I've become obsessed. With, with, have you ordered, I, I, I did it? Yeah, if, if I, if I did it. Have you, or, well, you, uh, the thing is, what is, what, I don't know, I, I mean... I don't know where we stand legally on saying that O.J. Simpson obviously killed his wife. I mean, is that libel? I don't know well, where they, we they, stand. A, a number of people in the show blatantly say it. Yes, so they, they didn't get sued. Um, let us know if let us know if that um I, if I did it is any good because I was thinking about it and I'm what I'm it's funny you say that because whenever I read a book I instantly go and buy box sets of the artists or you know right. I, I do all of that and I'm really trying, Gaztech. I'm really trying. Yeah. To not do that. When I read a book, I'm about to read a book on Wilson Pickett, and I'm 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 trying to fight the urge to buy everything about Wilson Pickett. See, see, normally I can hold my obsessions, but yeah. then you know, you last night told me that you bought fifteen different versions of Hair. The music, yeah, I know, and I'm going to buy even more. <laughs> a, vi- a vinyl LP turned up today, double LP of t- um, he, he did a, a, a like a disco version of Two Gentlemen of Verona. I've got that. 
And here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Gort McDermott, the genius behind. Hang on, let me just take this call because they're, they're playing yeah. silly buggers. Yes, line one. Ah, oh, you bottled it. I'll take them. I'll take them. They're so, get this right. This is the weird thing about doing a show like this, right? There's a person who's constantly phoning up from a withheld number. No. I, wonder if it's, I wonder if it's the person that goes and bullies people like my mate Watco. That goes and bullies really, really nice people. They phone up with a withheld number. And then when the phone is answered, they either remain silent or they hang up. Big man. Yeah, yeah big man, man, big man, or big woman. We just, well, yeah, we yeah, just we don't, know. don't know. But I, I'll, I'll answer them. I'll answer them. Go for it. Yeah, go you've, for it. You've had it worse than them. Do you remember that programme called Go For It, presented by Robbie Vincent, and he had a, a, a Welsh lady assistant called Ang Harrod. I'm going to say her last name was Reese. But I'm not sure. But she was called Anne Harrod. It may may have been before my time. Well, I'm well. It was on Sunday evenings, right? I think about five o'clock, and it was he'd get like these families that were really unfit, and each week they were encouraged to go for it and get fit, right? And uh, uh, I'm Robbie Vincent, and I'm going to join these families, and I'm going to give up smoking. And each week it would go, it would go that Anne Harrod go so Robbie. How is the uh, no smoking going? Well, Ang Harrod, <coughs> I'll be honest. Mon- Monday, I had a fag. Tuesday, hey, there's a guest, Robbie Vincent. Get Robbie Vincent. Let's see if we can get Robbie Vincent on the show. Um, because uh, he's a radio, he's an absolute legend, Roddy, Robbie Vincent. And he's, I he's still he's, on the radio, but yeah. he's still working. He's still really? spewing into him. I believe so. Yes. Hey, we got Bernard Cribbins. Fingers crossed. Coming on. I heard about that. That's good news. Des O'Connor said no. That's good news. Well, I'm joking. I'm yeah. joking. I'm joking. Hey, I'm joking. Des has been a bit private for the last what five years. Though, no, he's so. he's doing he's doing a show with Jimmy Tarbuck next month. So, oh, yeah, okay. you know. And don't forget, guys, an evening with Eddie Large. This is genuine, by the way. This isn't a, a, a Mickey take. This is genuine. An evening with Eddie Large, hosted by myself. A relaxed evening on uh, the uh, the June the twenty fifth near Bristol. On what will be Eddie's 70... Hang on a second. Yes, line one, you're on the air. Butler. Isn't that that weird? Isn't that weird? Why would you ring a radio station and then put the phone down? Well, either they're... Well, there are only two options I can think of, Gaztek. One is they're a coward. Yeah, possibly. The other is they are being held hostage... And just as they get through, oh, yeah. the uh, hostage takers. What do you call a hostage taker? What's is there a word? Um, the, host, the hostage uh, is the person who's being held hostage. Yeah, what is it? Um, Execution. Kidnap. Well, kidnapper, no, because then oh, I suggest kidnapping. Because then you're it? not. You, then you're not hostage. You've been kidnapped. Execution and no, hopefully not. Yeah, because you can be held hostage but not kidnapped. Yeah, but you can't be kidnapped Weird. and held hostage. Um, yeah. Hostage. Taker, they go, what, what, there's got to uh, be a word. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. What would Stockholm you call it? Stockholm syndrome provider. Stockholm syndrome, the SSP. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's a little maybe, bit. Maybe, yeah. There's got to be a word. Where, and um, the, the, they call it a siege. Well, no, a siege. Anyway. Crater? No, because that's too broad. A siege, the siege at the Libyan embassy um, took a dark turn today when one of Well, them... they normally just call them the gunman or the assailant or something, don't they? No, an assailant is... Uh, uh, an assailant is a physical attack. Cap- captor. 
What? No, because again, that captor, but that, that oh. again, that, that, that suggests captivation. Which is something that you, no, no one is listening to your phone calls. Um, we'll work on it, Gatford. Well, the, yeah, the, the point of the call, please, boss. Yes, well, the fact that I've, 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 I've decided to go out and buy four oh. and possibly five OJ books. So the, the, the why they did it, the, the, the one by the bloke that, in Las Vegas, because that sounds interesting, because yeah. that sounds like a massive thing. You know there's a um, new documentary, documentary, it was on Howard Hughes at the weekend, it's on some made-up oh, yeah. channel, where this um, conspiracy theorist called Bill Deere thinks that there was someone involved, that, that the murder was committed by someone called Jonathan. And um, he was ta- so it was Bill Deer, the, co- the conspiracy theorist, who who also I believe knows the name of the second gunman who shot JFK. And, of then, and then there were loads of like proper cops like investigating what what Bill Deer had found, right? So so Howard Hughes had one of these cops on, and he said, "So uh, the end of this interview. So what was the conclusion of the program? Well, the conclusion of the program was." We don't believe what Bill Deer was saying. <laughs> so basically, Bill Deer's made it all up. Yeah, so he he still did. Let well, me I'll know if that book. Let me know it. if that book is any good because I I did I did toy with the idea, but I don't yeah. really want to fall down the OJ rabbit hole. I think that documentary that documentary did it did enough for me. I think. I tell you what, the, the, the one thing is, I certainly don't want to watch any more OJ documentaries. Did you? That is comprehensive. Did you notice? I'm going. I'm going to say this. Go. You know that there's a scene. There's a bit where one of the cops is describing exactly what happened. Describing oh, no, the it's, brutal. It's the prosecutor, isn't it? It's one of the prosecutors, and he's going through the court. The bit where yeah, yeah, and he's going in. in, 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 in but, but then they showed pictures of the bodies. Yeah. Did you notice they showed us like a less than a second, less than a beat? There was one picture they showed less than a beat of. Did you see that? Well, there was. They both had their throats cut. Was it one of them? It was one. They showed. They showed a lingering. They, they showed um, her. Yeah. Um, for about five seconds. Like, like, no, but no, no, no. But then they showed like a, there was a. So it was her. Then another one. Then it went even quicker than that. Almo- almost I subliminal. It. No, it was. It was a blink and you miss it. And I saw it. And I thought, oh, and it did. I, it didn't register with my brain what it was. And I went back to try and find it. And luckily, because it was on iPlayer, it was difficult to pause and you can't... Yeah. So, so luckily I missed it. But flipping heck, I mean, that's, that's some gruesome... Uh, yeah. Some pictures there. And then no wonder he went nuts afterwards. And he did, didn't he? Boy, oh boy, oh boy. Boy, oh boy. Gaztec? Yep. It's, Close up. Yeah, well, I'm sure it has well, been for but, you. Yeah, for you, probably not so much. It's gone. That's enough of that. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Tick your radio diaries now. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late night conversation worth losing sleep over. Ian Lee on air and off the leash on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. When I think about you, I touch myself. <laughs> <laughs> dirty, 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 dirty. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. When's the um, Hollow Earth gentleman coming on? Is it Thursday, Wednesday, or Thursday? Tomorrow, tomorrow night, we've got the gentleman coming on who's written a book. Well, you know where the flat earthers on, um, and that's a fun. That's a fun argument to have. I enjoy the flat earthers. Well, there there are a group of people who believe the Earth 
is hollow. And I do know that there is a convention happening in the United States in the summer. And I've emailed them and they didn't reply, so I need to get back in touch. Um, a three-day convention with very, very expensive tickets, although... Um, and it's being hosted by a gentleman who claims to have lived in the centre of the earth. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, so we've got a guy coming on tomorrow who's going to explain to us, he's a different gentleman, but he's going to explain to us why uh, he believes the earth is hollow and exactly what is going on in there. Good evening, Mark. Good evening. You all right? I'm all right, thank you, Mark. What you got for us, boss? I want, um, I want your show to be the new, the new place to launch campaigns for, for, for good things for people. Uh, people. Number one, yes. if we're going to leave Europe, we need the government to instigate immediately duty-free back on the ferries so we can get uh, yeah. cheap booze and cheap oh. cigarettes and tobacco. Totally. The thing about duty-free now, <laughs> if you go into the duty-free at the airport... It's well expensive because you used to go if you were if you were going like to America or something or you, wherever you go. Look, listen, you need a new Walkman. I tell you what, don't buy it now. Wait until a week and I'll I'll get one in the duty free and we'll we'll get it for half price. But now there's no price difference. Exactly, exactly, and that's what that's what happened at, at, at Dover Calais when when Gordon Brown gave into the European Union. They said, well, if you're a part of Europe, you can't have duty free. Outrageous. But, so overnight, the guy I, I know used to work on the on the ferry said they scrapped two boats. He said they were absolutely making a fortune it was so cheap so we want that to come back yes of course of course we do well yes a selfish thing and the other thing i think that you would say this is really really important because you sound like a really lovely person i'm a lovely person mark yes when i just heard you talking about touching yourself i nearly choked on my dinner it's 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 an erotic image but when i think about you mark i do touch myself i'm doing it now you're a good man and and we live in a country where we could be together legally how cool is that yeah exactly beautiful disgusting anyway so listen no it's it's cool um this thing in, in china coming up in uh i didn't know it's actually on the the summer solstice the the yuling dog festival where they they uh eat ten thousand dogs and they cram them into crates and they boil them alive and skin them alive because they reckon the the adrenaline makes the meat taste nicer and there's pictures on all over social media of the dogs in crates like you wouldn't believe you wouldn't you wouldn't keep rats like it yes and I think it's time to say that while we're busy pulling away from the European Union, which is trying to say everyone should have human rights and everyone should be able to be free. Well, do- dogs shouldn't have human rights. No, but I'm saying that we're going to get in bed with a country because of because of certain corporations that want us to get in bed with China. That they're going to finance a new nuclear power station here. Right. So you're saying we shouldn't get in bed with China. No, I think right. we should say. I think someone should say. Someone said to me, "Yeah, well, we're hypocrites because we, you know, we eat animals and we treat yes. them just as bad." Yes. But I think if someone actually said. Well, I tell you what. If you what? if you had them in a field humanely, like sheep, and and dispatched of them humanely, then people actually wouldn't go on about you it. Think, you think you think you think a bolt through the head is a humane dispatchment? Well, rather than just having standing having your throat cut and being aware of it, I mean, I don't well, know well, you well, think. but you 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 no, you can't compare them. You've got to depict them on their own merit. Are you saying that a bolt through the head is humane? Look, I used to have a girlfriend. She no, 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 answer. No, no, no. I don't, 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 I don't want to hear about your girlfriend. I don't want to hear about, <laughs> I don't want to hear about halal or kosher. Yeah. I want to hear the answer to this, this one question. Um, do you think a bolt through the head is humane? Um, what, who, who, who do they do that to? That's cows, isn't it? 
Do you... Th- what? <laughs> it's a really simple question. Do you think a bolt through the head is humane? Yeah, but look, you have to, you have to see. When, when no, it's... I don't. It's a simple question. Yeah, most... Do you think a bolt through the head is humane? It's a yes or no question. Yeah, but most animals don't die like that. They, they're stunned, aren't they? Electric, uh, with, uh, Do you think a bolt through the head is humane? I, I don't know what it entails. I've never seen it, never really done No, no, doing. so you're, you're arguing about something and you haven't got a clue. Yeah, but there's a difference between between a group of cows being kept on the back of a lorry and a group of dogs actually laying on so top you're, of So your problem is the way they're kept, not the way they're killed? Well, the way, well, the way they're kept... Do the you think killed, a bolt through the head is humane? Well, if someone said they're going to slit my throat, but they'll, they'll knock my brains out first, I think I go for having my brains knocked out. So I think it sounds pretty cool than just standing so there. So you there. think you 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 think I don't know why you keep bringing slitting their throats into it. You, what's well, that's that? What they do, don't they? Who? Well, once once they once they uh, that's what they do to the animals. Once they stun them, they cut their throats, don't they? The bolt through the head. That's that's. Uh, no, that's, you don't. You don't. You 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 don't know what you're talking about, do well, you? Well, who gets the bolt through the head? Though, who does that? Well, cows and pigs. That's how they. Ki- that's how they kill cows and pigs. I thought they gassed the pigs. No, they 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 bolt. <laughs> what? No, no. But you, so you're saying that a bolt through the head is okay? Well, like, if you go online, the pigs are gassed in a, in a chamber. They they freak out like you've never seen. It's disgusting. So it's you like are that. a vegetarian then? Well, I'm I'm starting to eat vegetarian sausages. They're incredible. You you like them? I've had them. But so you you you're so you you you. you, you I don't understand. Deal with your own issues. Forget China for a minute. Yeah. Um, right, let's assume they gas pigs, right? Yeah. And you said they run around like they're terrified, but you're happy to eat them. What, piggies? Yes. Well, no, because I'm, I'm, I'm on the veggie sausage now. I'm, I'm going that way, you know. I'm, well, no, you, you don't go that way. You either are that way or you're not that way. That's like, saying, thought... that's like saying, I only smoke ten a day. Well, you're a smoker. You're, always... you're a meat eater. I've always thought I've, I'm, I'm that way, and now I'm determined to go that way. Well, then, then, no, no, no. I, listen, I was, I was that way for 27 years. Really? You just, you, it's really easy. All yeah. you've got to do to become a vegetarian, Mark. Have you got a pen and paper? Yeah, yeah, go on. Right, I'm going to tell you this. All you've got to do to become a vegetarian, really, really simple. One oh, thing you've got to do, right? Right, go on. You stop eating meat. Do you know, I knew there was someone that could help me with this. But that's all you've got to do. So none of this, oh, I'm going that way. Well, no, you're not. You, you're a meat eater. Well, no, because I'm, I'm I'm on the veggie sausage, but I'm finding that I can't cook anyway, and if you don't know how to cook, it's difficult to, to conjure all this stuff up. There's loads of stuff out there. What are you talking about? So you, 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 the, the only reason that pigs are suffering for you is because you can't read a cookbook or you can't buy Linda McCartney. That's it. Ah, do you know, talking of Linda McCartney, you know the other day, I'm three miles from where he lives in, in Peasmarsh, I was parked up in Beckley Woods. The helicopter went over. He was, he was pulling the, in the helicopter. I don't think he was flying it, but he went over. And the guy, the security guy, said to me, if you ever see a helicopter go over, a great big helicopter, he said, that's him. It just took off from the, uh, from the uh, you know, what they call it, the, um, the helicopter pad. How cool I'd, is that? I'd eat dog. Sorry? I'd eat dog. Would you do it? Would you eat it? Of course I would. Well, why not? I'd eat horse. Do you know, someone told me that during the Second World War, horse meat was, uh, that's what a lot of people ate it, and you had to put... Lots of onions on it because it was very strong, very strong meat. It's not look, the issue for me is the way they keep them and the way they kill them. That it just looks so miserable. And if they actually said, you know, put them in a field like sheep, let but them. They can't. A- they're dogs. Who's going to herd the dogs? A sheep. <laughs> this was supposed to be an easy thing. Just say, can we talk about the poor doggies? And now I feel like I'm being told off for something I haven't done. I can't well, even play with my. I sausage. would. I would. I would. I, I would. If I was in China and the yeah. dog festival was on, I'd have a dog sandwich. 
Totally, what, really? dog. I'd have a dog burger. Of course, I would. Yeah, but what? Do you know in the, when we on, on the, just on because the... just because you know you've seen them on the telly and we have them as pets, right? Yeah, yeah. So they they they're, they're like chicken to the to the what, Chinese. Yeah, but one on our on our summer stalks, you've got a few hippies go down to Stonehenge and you know smoke a joint and go, wow, look, there's the sun. Not eat a doggy. Come on, Mark. I'm I'm I'm, I'm beginning to suspect you're pulling my leg. But thank you very much indeed. Good evening, Caddick. Nope, not playing that tonight. Lime, oh, they bottled it. Let's go to Darren. Evening, Darren. Hello, Ian. Can I just put the top on the pan of you mint? <laughs> you haven't, you haven't uh, dog uh, dog bolognese? No, no, I'm having mint and dumplings, actually. Okay. For supper. Okay. Sorry, Ian. Um, oh, last time here, uh, you couldn't get a word in Edgeway, so can you and like me? The thing is, would, would you eat your own dog, Ian? Sorry? Would you eat, would you eat your own dog? Um, if we were starving, yeah, yeah. So there's nothing. If we if, if we agreed. were starving, I cook it. Yeah. Agreed, there. Agreed on that. Hang on a second. Yeah. Stay there. Yes, line one. Hello. Hello. Good evening. Yes. Good evening. Yes, it's the Four Seasons Hotel. How can I help? Oh, I see what they're doing. I'm terribly sorry. You've been the victim of a cowardly prank. I do apologise. No problem. Thank, Thank you. Thank you very much indeed. I see. We'll ignore that. I see what they're doing. Ch- childish, childish former radio presenters. Very, 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 very. Darren, yes, go on. Sorry. Right. So, what you were, talk- right, we're talking about there, you wouldn't eat your own... I would eat... If, 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 I was, if we were starving, I would eat... I would, eat, I would cook the dog and cat. Of course I would. This isn't even on the, I wasn't even talking on this subject, but the point is, right, would, so you would eat dog, but not your own dog. So the point is, if you were starving, you'd eat any dog, wouldn't you? Yeah, I'd eat my own dog if I was starving, yeah. Fair play, yeah, I ain't nearby. But Ian has if I, if I was on a desert island, yeah. right, and um, I, I don't even really like my dog, and I was on there with my dog, <laughs> and there was nothing, and I was starving and I was dying, I'd, sna- I'd snap her neck. I would. I would do it. I'd snap her neck, <laughs> and I'd eat it. I'm sorry to laugh at ridiculous that like you're um, laughing about my my boy's favorite favorite thing in the world being having its neck snapped you're a weird i don't like my dog either i can't i can't stand it i cannot stand dogs i nearly swore no no i I love dogs and i I do love cats as well but i don't have one as you do love if i was on a desert island with my cat and my dog the dog would go first the cat would yeah, the yeah, cat would be tougher but i mean yeah i'd 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 um i'd i'd break a spine i'll just tough out the eat yeah. Mm. Right. Um, <laughs> so, right. That was good. Um, that was good. What, right. What, what was he doing? Was he phoning a Chinese establishment? Who? Whoever that was. Oh, no, i tell you what that is, right? And we, we'll ignore the, yeah. the withheld numbers. No, no, because I'll tell, uh, no, I'll tell you what that is. Yeah. There is a technique you can do where you can phone up a phone number, us, for right. example, and while... We are ringing. You can also then phone through to um, B, which could be a Chinese restaurant or a hotel or a private residence. And then when we answer the phone, we get through to the other person they've called up. And it's we all roll about on the floor laughing. And it's hilarious, and it, it wastes, it wastes, it doesn't, no, it's not funny. And they, they've done it before, they've done it before. And it's not, I, I mean... You know, hey, it's all it's all content for me. So every every um, mm, everyone's yeah, a winner. Yeah, but they're they're just they're just picking on you know someone who's working for minimum wage. <laughs> Why would you want to do? Where's the humour in that? <laughs> Fair enough. Well, yeah. that's possible. Right? Yeah. Um, so right, yes. I went back in the day because right, I love listening to talk, sort of whatever radio or sport. Because and I listened to this 
I'm allowed to talk about Tommy Boyd for a second. Of course you're allowed to talk about Tommy Boyd for a second. Right, you know, your, I've, re, I've seen your YouTube thing, and he, was a, come, he wasn't very nice, right? Um, agreed. He was a dick in your words. Um, the point is, that, it was, that was quality. Did he, come, did he ever accept the invite for you for, to come on your show? Yeah, he came on my... Um, I don't know which clip you're referring to, but he came on my radio show, yeah, a couple of times. It's the one when you phoned him and he was a bit... Oh, he was an idiot. He's the man's an... Tom, here's the thing, right? Here's the thing about Tommy Boyd. The man is an ass. I liked him until I watched that. He's a has-been. He's a failure. That's why I'm here and he's not, because I'm better than him. Well, but you phoned him to be sort of... have a bit crack with him. Yeah, no, he's a miserable man. Very miserable, bitter man. Wait, I've... Sorry to phone and slag him off, because I used to love no, listening to right him, to. but it actually put me off. Yeah, no, uh, he's, he's what, very bitter. The point I'm making is, right, I'm going back to that day, and coming back to the, the present day. Time and travel, yeah. Your, well, <laughs> huh? uh, your cracks are actually better, but he wasn't having it, he was jealous of him. Yeah, he's, he's a bitter, he's a bitter failure, Darren. That's what Boyd is. Um, and I, well, I, I hate hearing that, but when I've seen a few things and watched a few things, listened a few more calls on YouTube to hear yeah. um, back in the day, but um, not one person won in an argument because he all he wanted to do to me was argue and just, or uh, just he would have tied me in knots. Anyway, well, that wasn't he's an intelligent man. Was, um, it's it's weird how times have changed. The cracks change. Yeah. Um, from his to yours, and uh, well, it's improved, well, isn't it? It's it's evolution. Well, it's evolution, I, 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 survival I, I, of the fittest. Point, the point is, you you were trying to um, have a just a conversation with him, and he, what a right? Yeah, Do you know what I mean. It was a, it was but an so, absolute prune, Darren. I, uh, Listen, well, let's not. I feel not, I feel uncomfortable speaking ill of the I dead. Know, I, I mean, he's not I dead, but I, I, I didn't want to do that. Well, you did though. It's quite mean of you, Darren. Well, I did, and you let us on, but I, I had I had to watch YouTube to see what was what. That's yeah. all. Yep, well, okay. Uh, thanks for calling, Darren. Thank you. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio is back. Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Try again. Last time this evening we tried. Yes, Caddick. He literally, he phoned up when he was asleep, so I cut him off. He's phoned up again five minutes ago and he's asleep. What is going on with that man? Is narcolepsy real? Like proper narcolepsy. If, you know, like where you just be like talking and then you just fall. Is that real? Is it real? Or is it, as I suspect it is, I'm not making light. As I suspect it is, a little bit more complicated than that. That you kind of, you don't just go, you're not in the mid zone and you just... You, you, just like that, you'll be like, you'll be talking, and you'll just go oh, talking. And I'm just feeling a little bit, um, a little bit tired. I, I think my narcolepsy is going to kick in in about ten, fifteen minutes. So is it right if I just close my eyes for a little? bit? Is it more like that? I bet it's more like that. Instead of just like you're talking, and then suddenly, you, oh. like, I, I bet. All right, and here's the thing: it's the la- narcolepsy is the last great taboo, right? It is the last great... Oh, what's this? What is this? Why is this playing? Go away. Hang on. Why is the proclaimers playing? That's better. 
Narcolepsy is the last great taboo, right? We've had all the taboos covered in um, soap operas. We've had homosexuality, AIDS, drug addiction, the murder of a violent father, incest, um, lesbians, um, baby stealing, um, ghosts. But we've not had um, a narcoleptic. And I think that that is... I'm not making light. It sounds like we've had transgender. We've not had a narcoleptic in a British soap opera. So here's the thing. EastEnders and Coronation Street and Neighbours. I've had too much coffee. I feel a bit nauseous. Pull your finger out and let's get... Let's get a narcoleptic... Story of drug addiction, alcoholism, spousal abuse, man on wife, wife on man. Now we want narcolepsy. That's what we want. The big Christmas storyline at EastEnders. Narcolepsy. That's what we want. Honestly, I, I genuinely, I'm fascinated by it. Is it as simple as that, where you're just talking and you, you, go, you go? Or is it a bit more complicated? And how long do they sleep for? Do you sleep, you know, each time you go, is it like a a 20-minute... Is it a disco nap? Is it a full-nighter? What? Um, Supposing you're asleep and you have a narcoleptic attack, is that like in Inception when you go into the second dream? Is it? Is it? these, These questions we just don't know. We just don't know. Can I catch it from sharing a Coke bottle? I don't know. Don't know. 0344 499 1000 is the um, telephone number if you uh, want to uh, give a score. The per- Listen, the, the person doing those those calls where you connect us with another one, um, it, it, the joke's not working um, because we're not going to answer your phone call. So all you're doing is I'm getting paid really well and you're not irritating me. It's content for me. Everything is content, right? All you're doing is winding up somebody who's probably earning less than you. They're certainly earning less than me. Actually, they're probably earning more than you. I'd imagine you don't have a job. So I can see you're doing it, and it probably takes, you know, it's a lot of fuss to to phone up and dial up. We're just not going to answer the phone. (laughs) I can see it's there. I can see you there. You've been on the phone for 52 seconds. We're just not going to answer the phone. So you've got to... (laughs) You've got to ask yourself the question... If you're prank calling a radio show and a place of work, but the radio show isn't answering the phone call, you've, you've sunk quite low in um, in life. If that's your entertainment, Do you remember that bloke that phoned up? Was it Biddis or something? And he phoned up to do a character. And I, I don't know if I was supposed to go along with it or not, but I saw straight away we saw right through it, and we, we let him kind of do his spiel for a bit, but it wasn't very funny, so we called him out. He went nuts on Twitter that night. He went absolutely nuts on Twitter, and I, I, I read up on him a little bit. Um, he's um, a barman, fine job, and um, he, he got into the papers about whenever Margaret Thatcher died because he got um, Ding Dong the Witch is Dead into the charts. Fair enough, you can count that as an achievement. And that's it. And I just thought, why? <laughs> why? When you're prank calling a show, right, that 
has the limpest screening process of any phoning show in the world. All you need is a phone and the ability to dial our number and you will get on. When you're prank calling that kind of show, there's no achievement. Phone up um, Julia Hartley Brewer. Or, um, you know, James O'Brien, get one on them, you know. Get on there and, and, and do a prank there. You, you'd be, you wouldn't get one past James, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't think. Very, very canny man. Julia, maybe. Um, Paul Ross, definitely. But uh, <laughs> that's an achievement. Right? That, that, you know, and I, I, I used to do prank calls when I was younger. I used to love it. I used to love it. But that was when I was phoning up people like Robbie Vincent, like Clive Ball, like... Um, Weird Al Kelly, remember him? Like um, Ian Collins used to phone up. Like um, You Love Mike Stickin, I used to phone him up. And, you know, that's an achievement. And you record it and you've got it and you play it to your mates the next time you get drunk or you get stoned or, you know, whatever. Listen to this, I did this. And, you know, it's kind of cool. But to phone up a show where Caddick gets on twice when he's asleep. Do you know what I mean? We put... A man on twice who is asleep. <laughs> so to come on <laughs> and do a character or to come on and do the, you know, I, I end up speaking to a, a hotel. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. You're better than that. You might as well um, send me a, a, a text. For, uh, and sign it from Connie Lingus. You know, that, I mean, that's the, the kind of level of what these people are doing. Really? That person's going to waste their phone bill. <laughs> right, I'm not going to mention them again, because they're obviously giving them a little, a little semi. 03444991000 is the telephone number if you want to give me a call and come on the air. Late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late Night Conversation. Wealth losing sleep over Ian Lee on air and off the leash on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the um, telephone number. If you want to give me a call, I'm still kind of finding my feet. You can watch on Periscope as well, by the way. Hello to all the Periscopers. Still kind of finding my feet after um having a week off and just it just takes a while to um to get up to speed and i've had too much coffee so i feel a little bit poorly and as you say i, th- I think i've been taking half of my medication so i thought I'd, so i doubled it today and that's that's kind of kicked me in the gut a little bit so feeling a little bit nauseous a little bit um emotional a little bit wondering where do you uh it was that what was what, did someone phone up just for a chat with you? Did they? What was what was that all about? Well, apparently Paul rang Talk Sport and uh, those guys next door—I can't remember what their names are—suggested that he phone you instead. Right. Just... I think they're having a little joke with him. Hilarious. But they wouldn't have said that on air because they're they, scared to mention. They us. did. They mentioned us on air. Wow. Yeah. Which is a you know step that's forward. that's a step forward, isn't it? Um. And I'm kind of thinking, where do you, where do you want, where do you see yourself, dear listener, in ten years' time? Where do you see yourself in ten years' time? I'll be near, I'll be fifty-three. Imagine that, fifty-three, flipping heck. 50, I'm, I'm forty-four in a in a couple of months, few months, June. 
That is old. But then 53. And I'm kind of wondering, where am I going to be in 10 years time? What, what, I tell you what would be nice. Right, okay, so the fantasy would have been to made a, a shed load of money somehow. So I'm going to do anything. That would be the dream. That would be the ideal situation. Realistically, well, that that is very, very unlikely. Um, and I was thinking, do I see myself doing this in 10 years' time? Probably not. And when I say this, I don't just mean the show Tick Your Radio Diaries now. I mean, radio. In ten, I mean, radio as we know it probably will be significantly different in 10 years. You know, I, I, I listen to Radio 4 a lot, but I don't, I tend not to listen to Radio 4 when it's on. I, I tend to go to the iPlayer um, and, and, and pick and choose the shows that I want to listen to when I want to listen to them. So radio, is, as it is, is probably going to be significantly different in 10 years. But I don't know if I can, can see myself doing this this in 10 years time i don't know I don't, i'm going through there's a there's a transition going on there's a transition going on um for me dear listen i don't quite know what it means but um we'll uh we'll see hey swingers of the world unite where is this There we go. They're undie starters orders. Listen to this. Cheltenham. And that Cheltenham is horse racing, is it? That's a horse racing um, thing. I think it is. Cheltenham is set to turn into an X-rated sex festival. Struth. As swingers and hookers... (laughs) Here come the swingers. Oh, and look over there. There's the hookers. Um, flock to the town for mucky horseplay. This has been written by Andrew Jameson for The Star. So Andrew Jameson has been paid dollar to uh, kind of make something up, really. The kinky folk, I said folk, are staying in rented apartments... Hotels and caravans. This is this is the thing. This is the thing, right? I I believe that every couple that owns caravans are swingers. Without a shadow of a doubt. Why would you own a caravan if it wasn't for swinging? But then here's the thing: Who'd want to have sex in a caravan? I I certainly wouldn't. Outside a caravan, no. Bash your shins on the tow bar, wouldn't you? But I wouldn't... I uh, Everyone that owns a caravan is some form of sexual deviant. So you, ha- you, you can't have sex if this, if this caravan's um, a-rockin'. Don't come a-knockin'. That means if, if this caravan is moving, we are having sexual intercourse. We do not want to be disturbed. Unless you want to join in. So you can't have, you, you have sex in the caravan, but everyone knows you're having sex. How about having sex outside? Can you imagine having sex outside? Um, the king, the kinky folk are. Hang on a second. Let me just. Yeah, yes, Paul. Have you just tried calling me back? No, no. You, why, why? You're on. You're on the air. You're on talk radio. Why are you calling us and not talk sports? Because oh God, is that Ian? Yeah, is that Paul? 
Whereabouts in, whereabouts in Slough are you from, Paul? I'm not... Well, I live close to Slough, but... Whereabouts? Mm. I know it really... I know Slough really well. Do you? Yeah, I grew up on the Britwell Estate. Wonderful. Oh. You're not going to give us you know, any more information? I live in a little village, quite near the Britwell, but in Buckinghamshire. Farnham Royal? No. Farnham nearby. Common? No, nearby. Uh, well, uh, I don't know it then. Stoke Poges. Okay. Sorry? Stoke Poges. Good guess. Is it correct? Yes. Thank you very much indeed. I was okay, dropped well, off the one and only time in my life when I hitchhiked back from Reading, and I was 17 years old, and I thought I was going to get bummed and murdered. I genuinely did. And he want, I lived in Farnham Common at the time, and um, I told him to drop me off in Stoke. I said, I live in Stoke Poges, because it was near enough to Farnham Common that I could walk. Um, but it Down was Templewood Lane, by any chance? Yeah, Templewood Lane, yes! <laughs> we're, we're, bro- we're brothers from other mothers, so we're not brothers. Anyway, Paul, what you got for us? Well, I phoned Jason and Andy on TalkSport earlier, but... Don't know those guys. They said to phone you because you wanted to speak to me. No, no, I think what's happened there is, Paul... They've just palmed me off, haven't they? They have palmed you off, Paul. They they have palmed you off. And and I think that they have shown you ultimate disrespect. Uh, Yeah, I do. So what are you going to do about it, Paul? Are you going to phone them back and tell... Why don't you phone them back and tell them to F off on the air? Jason Cundy, a waste of space as a Chelsea it, footballer. It, right? it's load, bothering about. Absolute rubbish. And Andy Goldstein, gob on a stick. Oh, they're those two idiots. Phone them up, Andy Paul. Gold, Andy Goldstein just is just like a Noel Gallagher bloody lookalike. He's, a, he's well, he, I, I don't know what he looks like. It's hard to tell because his tongue is so far up Noel Gallagher's backside. I love Noel Gallagher, but yeah, it's true. Phone them up, Paul, and tell them what you really think. No, I don't know. I'm not even going to bother. No, don't even bother about it. But I'll tell you what cars they drive, and you can slash their tyres and wee on their handles. How about that? (laughs) I believe in love and peace. Oh, so do I. (laughs) So do I. But you can wee on their door handles. Okay, Ian Lee, you grew up in Final Common. Do you know Zoe Ball then? I, I knew her when she worked in, I think it was Threshers, wasn't it? Spa. No, no, she worked in an offie for a while. In Farnham Common? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know if she worked in the spa, but I remember she worked in um, the offie. I think I oh, bought right, fags okay. off her. Do you know Nazma, the Indian? Um, I do know. Yeah, I, that's right at the other end of the, 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 the what they loosely called the High Street, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, I qu- where, a, where a place called Foremost Golf used to be. Um, yes. I, I'm old enough to remember where I think the Sainsbury's is now. That used to be um, an old fruit and veg shop run by an old boy whose name escapes me, my, but my sister used to work there as a Saturday job. And there also used to be a really good sandwich shop there. Yeah, they did. They did. I, I'm quite often up in the, the Costa there. If you see me, please don't come and approach me. I, I drink in the cost. I drink in the cost there with a good friend of mine once a, once a week. Yeah, they've got that that pretty blonde lad there, haven't they? I don't know about that. Okay, Paul. Thanks for calling, mate. Goodbye, and I know you're wound up. I you always have been. Hang on, where have I wa- where have I wound you up? I've just told you. <laughs> what do you think I'm making the Farnham Common stuff up? I don't know. I've just named specific places in a tiny little village that nobody has heard of and you think I'm making it up. 
You do know ten forward lane. You, you, you what about? Know all right then, Paul. What about the handyman? <laughs> okay, you are speaking the truth. Yeah. Thank you very much indeed, Paul. If they think you're lying, talk about the handyman. Evening, Pablo. How do? How do? Uh, two things. Yes. Um, first off, um, if you could pick an idol, so you, uh, what's respect. going on with your phone? Oh, is, is it funny again? Yes. Oh. Right. Um, oh. How are we now? Okay, that's okay. Try talking. Are we good? Yes, we're good. Okay. Yes. Right. Yes. Right. Um, no, it's what are you doing? I'm not doing anything. Well, it sounds rubbish. It keeps crackling. There. Is that better? We're good. I can hear myself. I, carry on. <laughs> um, if you were able to fight anybody that you respect as an idol, musician, film star, otherwise, and it's, it's not going to be a, a judgment based on whether you'd win or not, just somebody you think you'd have a good ruckus, who would you pick? Bruce Lee. Well, that would be quick. No, it wouldn't. It'd be done in, like, two seconds. I, could dis- I reckon I could beat Bruce Lee. He's only five foot two. Mm-hmm. Well, and I'm six foot three. He's a classically trained ballet dancer and martial artist. Uh, he, yeah, he, I know, he, I know karate. I'm a karate man. Well, for me, it's Johnny Cash. Oh, Johnny I Cash would destroy. Well, now, are you doing Johnny Cash when he's off his face on speed, or um, straight Johnny Cash from the seventies? No, no, you've got to do him full crazy. If your phone, if Johnny your phone Cash. clicks one more time, I'm cutting Sorry. you off. Right, I, I'm literally standing like um, I don't. I couldn't give, I, mannequin. I couldn't give a monkey's if it clicks. One more time, I'm cutting you off. Okay, dokey. So which Johnny Cash are you going to fight? I'm going for full, speeded out, cake-eating Johnny Cash, hiding in a bush, and I'm going to... I'm gonna go there we go, thanks for calling, Pablo. <laughs> what is going on with these people? <laughs> what is going on? With these people. Trying to tell you about swingers in a caravan. This caravan's a rockin', don't come a knockin'. Unless you wanna fu- Well, you, if you want weather, I don't know. If you wanna take part in the um, sexual activities. But bear in mind, it is a caravan. We've only got bunks. <laughs> You're going on top. Talking about bunk beds. Talking about the bunk beds. I'll go, I'll go on the bottom. Talking about the bunk beds. Um, we'll, we'll have to do this in a minute because we've got the news now. Um, well, th- that was a strange hour, wasn't it? Another hour to go, dear listener, by the way. You're, of course, more than welcome to uh, to call in. How th- did that bloke think I was making up about Farnham Common when I was describing it, not only in its present incarnation, but also its history? I was describing its history. I knew where the Nazma Tandoori was. I knew it. Describe <laughs> What an absolute pudding. Um, well, that's, that's talk sport listeners for you, as thick as anything. 03444991000 is the telephone number. 
switchboard's empty. You'll get on 0344 499 1000. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Wow, why is now my play button's frozen? Why? There. There we go. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number if you want to give me a call. Another hour, dear listener, of this. I was telling you about the swingers. So it's all kicking off at Cheltenham. They're gonna, if you're going to Cheltenham, uh, make sure you take some lubricant with you, um, and some caniston. The kinky folk are staying in rented apartments, hotels, and caravans for orgies and romps. <laughs> What's the difference between an orgy and a romp? For orgies and romps with strangers. Oh, strangers. And once darkness descends, hundreds of boozed up punters will also be looking for hookups. The thing is, now, with Tinder, and I don't, I've never used Tinder, obviously, but I, all I know from Tinder is what my barber tells me about it because he uses it he's a young man he's old enough to know better actually but he's a young man and if he goes if he's going to like newcastle or or to manchester as he does from time to time on the train he'll go on tinder and he'll he'll, he'll have like three or four women ready for him it's, it's, it's incredible my entire 20s Right, pretty much my entire twenties were a very dry period in my life. Um, Tinder sounds outrageous. Dozens of filthy adverts have been placed on adult sex sites. Well, you would expect there to be filthy. I, if I went to to adult sex sites and there weren't filthy adverts, I'd be very disappointed. I'd be demanding a refund. Looking for wife swapping fun. <laughs> one post one posted anyone in Cheltenham this week I'm down with my gorgeous new female partner we've got a luxury hotel booked and are looking for select females and couples to join us another read going to be at Cheltenham this week Looking for some sexy action after the races? Get in touch, please. And I like that use of the word please at the end. I like, yeah, you're right. They've based the whole story on two adverts on uh, an adult website. Get in touch. Looking for some sexy action after the races. Not before the races. Certainly not going to dis- interrupt watching the races for sexy action. That's a no-no. I'm, 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 I want to get up. I want to wash, have breakfast, and I want to get straight down to the races. I'm going to see the races. After the races, though, once the races are finished, I would like some sexy action, please. A group of... (laughs) A group of naughty women (laughs) are even holding a £50 a head orgy classy <laughs> in a luxury imp- apartment for race goers described as an intimate effa- affair the financial contribution will go towards venue hire condoms 
and nipple uh, nibbles nibbles yeah i'm here for the orgy but um ain't got anything to eat have you nothing too but i don't want a sandwich or anything you're going like like little hula hoops or bowls of peanuts oh wicked yeah 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 but brilliant little bits of cheese cut into squares yeah yeah you got that yeah yeah do you want me to make you a sandwich? No. Well, actually, would it be any bot? No, I'll make you a sandwich. Nibbles. Because I, 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 I find that, that when I'm at an orgy, you really do, um, you do work up an appetite, don't you? You really do work up an appetite. Vice girls converging on the town from all over Britain are looking to make a mint from boozed-up race-goers. So they want the drunk race-goers, not the sober ones. On one hooker's website, £150 an hour Chloe, spelt K-H-L-O-E, of course, who will be in Cheltenham, describes herself as your ideal English rose. And Natalie, who demands £180 an hour, says she is a Classy, busty, blonde British MILF on tour. Wowzers. <laughs> so that's, um... So that's Cheltenham. Now, now, now! If they're not careful, you could end up with this story. Classy MILF on tour. Just, just By using the words MILF and on tour, you are not classy. If you're not careful, you could have some afterbirth. That, yeah, this what this, this story is about. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Art made out of afterbirth. Dear Lord, really? Art made out of afterbirth? It. Oh, fair, fair play. Whoever came up with this headline, I'll have that. Unbelievable. 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 You see? Yeah? Yes? You like that? No? You don't like that? Social media users were stunned when pop star Rochelle Humes... Who? Uh, Anyone? No? Okay. Posted a photo of her newborn daughter, Valentina Reigns. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) you seen what she's done? Posted a photo of the unborn, of her newborn daughter, Valentina Rain's umbilical cord, or as some people say, umbilical. I don't... That's like the people that say Caribbean. This is Caribbean and umbilical. Caribbean, umbilical. That's a good name, actually, if you're thinking of naming your kids. Caribbean, umbilical. Posted a photo... Please call in, for Christ's sakes, otherwise I've got to continue reading this story, and it's horrible. 0344 499 Valentine Posted a photo of her newborn daughter's umbilical cord twisted into the word love. You ever touched an umbilical cord? It's not... It's like, um... It's like the rubber hosing you got in the science lab at school. It is, honestly... I. Well, do you want to cut the umbilical cord? Yeah, okay. Oh, jeez, that is horrible! Why do you want me to touch that? That is disgusting! That is disgusting! 
And then this is what they don't tell you, is that when they tie the knot, that doesn't then just become a belly button. They put a clothes peg on it, and over the next week, ten days, that bit of skin goes rotten and black and stinks, and then suddenly it just disappears. Where's it gone? I don't know. What do do? I don't know where it is. Somewhere in the flat we used to live in, there's a bit of rotten baby flesh. It is disgusting. Having a baby is the most disgusting thing that you can do, and people should stop doing it. It is horrible. Moldy, black, baby, stinky skin. Oh, it's, honestly, newborn babies smell so nice. Yet yeah, behind the neck, not the belly, it is disgusting. The 27-year-old TV host. I thought she was a pop star. Oh, they do everything these days, don't they? Don't pigeonhole me into one thing. I am a Renaissance woman. Jimmy Nail. Jimmy Nail, Renaissance man, of course. That's where I learned what the word Renaissance meant when someone described Jimmy Nail as a Renaissance man. <laughs> where is Jimmy Nail these days? What's he up to? What's Jimmy Nail doing these days? I'd say get him on, but he'll say no. Eh, send an email. Send an email. Tell him I was in, um, tell him I was in, um, Spender. It's, it mentioned my dad. He might remember my dad's name. There you go. You never know. The 27-year-old TV host, who also has three-year-old daughter, Alaya <laughs> May, with husband Marvin of Pop Sensation, JLS. Now, I've heard of them. Added a pretty pink bow. But creative ideas like Rochelle's for transforming afterbirths... Well, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Umbilical is an afterbirth. You've gone from one to the other. If you were to say, well, um, other um, people like Oli Moors um, got his baby's umbilical cord and um, uh, made a scrunchie out of it, then that, that would be a story. This, you've gone from egg, uh, eggs to lemons. What do I want to say? That's not the phrase, is it? Apples and oranges, that's it. Eggs to lemons is better. You've gone from eggs to lemons. It's like comparing eggs to lemons. I'll come to you in a minute, Hannah. 0344 499 by the way. But creative ideas like Rochelle's for transforming afterbirths. Afterbirths. I would call it afterbirth. Plural. Are unlikely to stop for a pregnant pause <laughs> anytime soon. Here, Cara Dolman looks at some of the wackiest, and we'll find out what the wackiest are after this. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio is back. Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. They're still persisting with that Wild Man stuff, are they? Gosh. 0344. 499-1000 is the telephone number. Don't forget, tomorrow night we have a gentleman on who thinks the earth is hollow. <sighs> imagine. Imagine. Um, yes, Hannah. E- hello. Uh, we up. I have to mention it. Hanson are coming to the UK in June. Yeah. Um, I, me and Catherine are on it like nobody's business we i'm gonna say it now 
We will have Hanson on this show. I, I can't wait, honestly. I'm going to go and see him. Yeah, you should do that. Here's the thing, right? Hanson genuinely are a brilliant band. Whenever I say this, people think I'm taking the mic. No, 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 no. They're a brilliant, brilliant band. And I've seen them live a few times. And I've, yeah. I've interviewed them three times, I think. Yeah. Uh, three or four. Uh, and I, I love them. So, no, we're going we're to get them on the show. We are going to get them on the show and treat them like the rock gods they are. Yeah, because I think it's 25 years of the band. Now. Jesus, we're old! Yeah, it's gone quick. Um, 25... Yeah, OK, that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'd buy that. I'll buy yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anything else? Is that you just giving uh, us no, our daily... I remind you, really. Uh, beautiful. How do you remind us? They're, and I'm telling you, they're coming on the show. Dan! Hi, Ian. Uh, good to hear you back on the radio. Long time listener, 43rd time caller. There we go. Thank you very much, Robbie Vincent. Hi. Um, I wanted to talk about Donald Trump, Ian. <laughs> yeah, go on, then. You, you said you wanted something new, something unique about this. Yes, yes. About him, rather. Yes. Um... NBC have got his tax returns. I know, I so I just see the um, Rachel Maddow, Maddow, Rachel Maddow, who I know very little about, but I occasionally watch um, short bursts of her videos on Facebook when they put the captions up, the subtitles up, because I never click on it to turn the sound on. I like her style. And she claims that she's got Trump's tax returns. Doesn't say any more than that, so we don't know if it's yeah. for forever, if it's a year, if it's for a part of his empire or whatever. But that's quite exciting, isn't it? It is, and they've got to be at least interesting enough for her to have made a promotion for it. They, um, they wouldn't just say, we've got his tax returns, it's all above board. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we've got his tax returns, and it turns out he is a billionaire. He's paying, yeah. he's paying probably just about the right amount of tax, and uh, it, nothing to see here. But there's nothing to worry about, nothing to concern you. He's not doing anything dodgy. If, it gives the UK a reason to stay up till 1am and watch, doesn't it? Is it 1am it happens? 9pm uh, Eastern, it says. Yeah, they've because they've moved their clocks forward now, so it's, that's that's totally screwed. Because I'm used to um, I'm used to Eastern New York being five hours behind us, but now they're only four hours behind us, and that that makes me uncomfortable. And also, it screws up some of the interviews that we had booked in 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 our diaries. Talking about interviews, have you got Barrymore? No, he didn't reply to my tweets. And he oh, follow- he will. And no, he didn't. And he follows me as well. Here's the thing: he follows me. He does forget to reply to people sometimes, I think. Uh, well, I... I re- he's doing I, a sitcom. I know he's doing a sitcom. Good for him. I, um... I, uh, I sent him two tweets, to, you know, to him. Yes. And he never... And he replied to... And I looked at his timeline. He replied to a tweet that a listener had sent before I sent the tweet. And he replied to a tweet that someone sent after my tweet. And he didn't reply to my tweet. So I've kind of given up on him. Do you think you might be muted? <laughs> uh, that's an excellent suggestion, actually, Dan. Yeah, that's a really, why, why really... Why don't you tweet him a few times and say, Mr Barrymore, Mr Barrymore, have you muted me? Well, <laughs> no, I'll do what, what you idiots do, and I'll send him an email saying... Um, uh, Ian, um, uh, I just want to check if I'm muted, um, because you, uh, you know, I was a bit rude to you a while ago, I just want to check, and I, oh God, yeah. I the only person I did, I, I willingly and happily checked to see if I'd muted was, um, someone who, um, messaged me on Facebook, um, and they had a Rajar diary, 
and um, I, I was more than happy to, to check. And you they they weren't them. muted. They weren't muted. But I was quite happy to um, to go and check for them. But everyone, loads of you are muted, by the way, dear listener. Loads of you, loads of you are muted. And, you know, don't think anything bad of it. It just it just makes my life better. And I'm, I'm really trying to, I, I, I'm, I'm stepping back from Twitter in a way that's so freeing. And I'm not replying to people. And that means some people will think, oh, maybe I'm muted when they're not. Um, but if anybody wants to tweet Barry Moore and ask him to come on my show, um, they, then you know I'm happy for people to do I, that. I may just do that. He does reply to me quite often. All right, mate. Um, Flipping it, don't yeah, you off. Um, I'm in with the celebs, you know. Um, talk, and there is one more. Here we go. Hang on. Here we go. Hang on. Here we go. Here we go. A gentleman called David K. Johnston. He's got a blue tick, so he must be important. Says on the Rachel. Rachel. Why can't I say her name? On Rachel Maddow, I'll break a big story about Trump. And his taxes, 9 p.m. Eastern. I'm looking for. I'm staying up. John, no John Ronson. John Ronson has tweeted him. I'm in London and need to sleep. Can you quickly tweet me the news now? <laughs> That's the perfect thing because just because they're living in the past doesn't mean we have to wait. Exactly. We've already had 9 p.m. Oh, the thing is, whatever it says, right? It could say that Donald Trump. Is is penniless and he owes sixty trillion dollars and he employs actual proper slaves, right? Right. His fans will still love him and go, yeah, but Hillary's emails. <laughs> Get over it. Even he won. Done exactly the same yeah, yeah, thing. yeah, 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 yeah. But Hillary's email, PizzaGate. That pizza. Yeah, but they they abuse they abuse. Hillary Clinton abuses children in a pizza restaurant and her emails. That's what they'll say. She's got a Gmail account. <laughs> she can't be president. She's got a Gmail. No, it's not even fact, G- No, it's worse than that. She uses live.com. Yeah, she's on AOL. Um, I was Could thinking- you get Biffo on? <laughs> um, I know people keep talking to me about Biffo. I don't really know who Biffo is. Mr. Biffo from Channel 4's Digitizer. I don't, yeah, I'm not really aware of it. Or him. Off of the teletext. Yeah, I, know, I know what teletext is, and, I, and I've, I've looked into him a little bit, and he seems like an excellent, excellent gentleman, but I, don't re- I, wasn't, I wasn't really aware of him. So the, the answer to that question, Dan, is no. I think he and his material would be right up your street. Um, when people say that, it generally means it isn't. But I'm happy for you to interview him. I, I've insulted him on twitter as i have many celebrities well, there, but, but, but um I, you know I, I don't i don't know the gentleman and i, I, I so it i, I know damn but thanks for asking me directly and not uh atting him and atting me as some people do and which is really awkward no, i tried to not to do that because i used to do it in my younger days but these days i'm older fatter and wiser dolce et decorum est dan I remember that poem. Thanks very much indeed. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the um, telephone number if you want to give me a call. So, afterbirths. What have we got here? Uh, one, two, three. We've got four things made out of afterbirths. Um, a placenta teddy bear. Designer Alex Green, Jesus, grow up, just grow up, cut a placenta in half, rubbed it with salt and let it dry, 
before applying tannin and egg yolk to make the material soft enough to stitch. That is... The final product comes in a glass case, making it look more like a lab specimen... specimen why can I speak? ...than a cuddly toy. Alex says her DIY twin teddy celebrates the unity of the infant, mother and placenta. No, it doesn't. It celebrates some idiot having a stupid idea. Um... Then they, I don't know how they've priced them. Then they've priced that at zero pounds. The next one, placenta booties. <laughs> Weren't they a band in the 70s? Didn't they do Disco Inferno? Professional taxidermist Alison Brearley, 45, fashioned her son Max's footwear from his own placenta after his birth three years ago. Alison, who is also an artist, said, Unfortunately, the shoes were too fragile for Max to wear for long. So, I fitted them with LED lights and now have them hanging from the rearview mirror in my motorhome. Zero pounds. Rochelle <laughs> had her baby's umbilical cord preserved in resin and framed. Resin or rosin, you decide. Her afterbirth artwork... The umbil umbilical cord is not an afterbirth! Oh, this is... I nearly swore then. This is messed up, shall we say. 03444991000. Her afterbirth artwork was put together by a company called Placenta Plus, based in Prescott, Merseyside which also makes nutrition pills for new mums out of their own placentas. The word love and heart shapes, like those pictured here, are among the firm's most popular designs. But this is partly because the average length of an umbilical cord is only 55 centimetres. Mine was massive! 60 pounds. And the final one. Oh, that's how much it costs to make them, I'm thinking. OK, right, fine, 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 I got it. Parents with a big budget can commission luxury art for their youngsters' nursery walls. This already, I'm thinking, just buy them a Star Wars poster or get, you know, those stars that glow at night. Do that. Uh, put, 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 put those on the walls. Not whatever hideous thing I'm about to read now that cost £560. Little cord art <laughs> stains a cross section of the umbilical cord, magnifies it 400 times, and takes a high resolution photograph to create an arty canvas. But thrifty Emma Jones, 30, <laughs> created her own artwork. By dunking the afterbirth in paint and dabbing it on paper. <coughs> Emma from Manchester said, I took the placenta home. After three months, I defrosted it and started preparing it to make the print. Oh, what a surprise. Know it all has tweeted me about something. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, 03444. 
Uh, 03449... What's the phone number here? 03444991000. That's not... 03444991000. That's it! That's the phone number. Uh, last 30 minutes of the show, 03444991000. Late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late Night Conversation. Worth losing sleep over. Ian Lee. On air and off the leash. On Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. So the tax returns that they have, Donald Trump, are for 2005. That... Is that... It feels a bit... I don't know. I don't. Here's the thing. I don't really understand the story. I don't really know. You know, unless the tax returns show that he's uh, he owes millions of dollars in tax. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever they've got, Trump supporters are going to go. Yeah, he's brilliant. And that's a lie, or it shows how powerful he is. And people who hate Trump will go, told you, <laughs> told you, come on, come on, I told you. What, you're still not buying it, Paul Watson? you still got your tongue up his backside, podcasters? Do you know, it's just like, we just have to wait and see, guys. We just have to wait and see what it's going to be. It, it could be one thing, it could be the other. We, we just don't know. We just... Don't know. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Oh, it's, 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 well, as I say, this is a nice story, but then that's um, it's a here's a human story. That's that's the phrase. No, it's not. No, it's human. Um, um, former former liberal leader Lord Steele. Now David Steele is tiny, isn't he? And there's a picture of him next to his wife, and she's tiny compared to him. So, I mean, what does that mean for society? This is a nice story. This is a nice story. Um, but with a sad um, tinge to it. Um, former Liberal leader Lord Steele has told how he has effectively retired from public life as his wife Judy battles mental illness. She has been in hospital with depression for nine months after having bipolar disorder diagnosed, he revealed. The peer, 78. David Steele, 78. The peer, 78, spoke candidly, urging more focus in Britain on the ageing population. Hmm. Um... Lady Steele, 76, a drama producer and novelist, played a key role in her husband's career after their marriage in 1962. She was by his side when he was elected to the Commons in 1965 through his 12 years as Liberal leader in the 70s and 80s. To celebrate her 70th birthday, she horrified her husband by having a tattoo of a pink jaguar. Another word they can't say in America, they say jaguar. 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 Jaguar etched on her shoulder. Mm, 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 mm. Lord Steele spoke of his gratitude that although I've never learnt to cook, I have three married offspring living in the borders. He added, I have effectively disappeared from public life. For much of the second half of last year and all of this one, my, my, here we go, here we go. This is it, this is it. 
03444991000. Although it seems you guys have... You've afraid, maybe we should stop this being a phone-in. Maybe we should just be a, a, a talk-out. I just talk out. Maybe we should do that. Maybe we should do that. Oh, God, hang on a second. Yes, Dennis? I agree with Steele. Yeah, look after the old folks. We spent our time looking after you. You don't need looking after. You won't die. I've been to hospital today to try. You, well, you did what? I had to go to hospital today. What's, what's wrong? Is you... on my nut. I had to take a chunk out of it. Well, I, I thought that, that, but that was benign, the growth, growth on your nut. I don't know for about six or eight weeks, but who cares? I've got six or eight weeks more to live. Well, that's it. A 30-pound bet. Yeah, well, yeah, well, it's not, you, 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 you've gone till May, mate. I know, well, I'll live that long, don't worry. Listen to the wobble in your throat. It sounds like I'm doing an effect on you, but that's well, actually I'm, what he sounds I'm, like. Just been having a drink, that's why. <laughs> what you been having, Den? Hey. Yeah. What have you been drinking, Dennis? Would you believe uh, juice to make me go to the toilet? Plum juice is what I call it. Plum, I think, plum juice. <laughs> Sounds very apt. Well, thanks for telling us about your plums. Well, there we are. It's one of those things. Thank you, Dennis. It's his personal tax return. I doubt it's a smoking gun, says James Ditchfield on Twitter. He doesn't know anything, so actually it could be big news then. Um, oh, yeah. So this is David Steele. For much of the second half of last year, and all of this one, my wife has been in hospital with severe depression, blimey, having been diagnosed as bipolar. The condition, formerly known as manic depression, affects one in every 100 people and causes mood swings that can leave the sufferer lethargic and unable to carry out day-to-day tasks. Other times they are hyperactive and euphoric. Lord Steele said that looking after his wife had made him think and read more about mental health. The experience of living alone has taught me we are not doing enough to tackle the problem. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's I mean, what a sort of sad uh, story that is someone in that age, seventy-six, and they they've only just been diagnosed as um, as bipolar, and he's uh, you know he's, he's, he said right, fair play, fair play. I'm calling a time on this i'm sticking around and i'm gonna look after my missus that's nice isn't it it's nice oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the uh telephone number oh here we go here we go dan sent an interesting tweet Uh, another former presenter uh, used to do overnight shows without callers on purpose. Really annoyed the more entitled callers. It was great. <laughs> I know, I know what you mean. I do wonder, right? Um, I, 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 I do wonder where this show is, where this show is um, going. And I do think about it quite a lot because it's my job. You know, it's my job is to is to make this show as. Um, interesting as i can and I, you know it's a, it's a pretty good show isn't it it's a it's a fairly decent show and we've got we had some great guests and we, we korean billy was superb we've got some brilliant guests coming up the hollow earth man nicholas parsons but i hope i really hope that bernard cribbins one comes off because that'll be great because he's done everything he's had hit records he's been in movies he's been on tv he was in um, one of my kids favorite shows was he called salty jack Old, old, old Jack's boat or whatever. Uh, but he, uh, absolutely brilliant. 
Oh, so here's someone we should get on, and I'll send her a text. Helen Lederer. Helen Lederer will be a good guest. I'll, I've got her number somewhere. I'll send her a text. I said I've got her number somewhere. In my phone, is what I'm saying. Um, I like Helen, and we, we sort of... Um, We've crossed paths a few times. So I do think about the show quite a lot because this is my, you know, this is my job. You know, and you listeners are are the audience and I want the show to be as good as it can be. And I just, I I, I do, and I'm not just saying this because I then want you to go, oh, no, we think the show's brilliant. We think, you know, because whatever. But I do wonder where I can take this show next and i don't mean in terms of radio station i'm here and i'm I'm very happy here but what i can do next you know what's the next you you know i don't what the next thing is you know i get bored doing the same thing over and over again it's the only radio show right i can think of where we try and make every night completely different from the night before every night completely different we're coming up to a year next next week i think um a year of this station and um so however many shows that is uh, let's say it's i don't know let's say it's 300 shows right um pretty much every one of those 300 shows um is different from the one before which is different from the one before very few times have i'm talking about me and kath and ed very few times have we gone back and retrod stuff you know and it would be and i know that i'm making it much harder for myself by doing that but i can't do that thing of coming in and and and, and doing the same show and it's and, and now it's it's ten fifteen, and and uh we get the showbiz reporter on and uh, after 11 of course it's it's tuesday night after 11 we'll be doing you know just where it's all formulaic you go well it's tuesday and it's 11 o'clock that means it's time for your horoscopes you know whatever you know it would be easy to do that I, uh, what would be what, what would be have we got a showbiz correspondent book for this thursday show we always do showbiz on a thursday come on guys you know that wouldn't be any fun for me and it wouldn't be any fun for you and you know and i want the show to be kind of fun and i and i want you know uh, i'm prepared to take a punt and, and and some of the shows that we've of the 300 that we've done i'm guessing 300 some of the shows haven't worked you know and that's fine and that's okay it doesn't matter if they don't work you know um but i do wonder i wonder if i'm running out of steam and um what the next th- thing is going to be the next direction that we take this in i don't know i don't know maybe i'm over analyzing it but you know you 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 work maybe you don't if you're listening to to this at at, at 20 to 1 on a a tuesday night wednesday morning but you work and if you've got a job that you enjoy even if you haven't got a job that you enjoy if you were kind of brought up like i was to to you know my dad grafted you take pride in your work and you want to do it to the best of your ability, and I want to do this to the best of my ability, and I just wonder if I, I don't know. Um, thinking out loud. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you're not calling in, that's my fault. That's that means I'm doing something wrong, and you're not calling in, and that means that somewhere along the line, I'm doing something wrong. 
that's what I'm the point I'm trying to get to. I think I think I think I've just joined the dots up um, a little bit there and and uh, come to a conclusion. Adverts. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio is back. Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the um, telephone number if you want to give us a call. Evening, David. Hello. Hello, David. How are you doing? Uh, yeah, I'm all right. Good. That sounds better than normal. <laughs> um, you're, it's sounding quite slow tonight. I've only been listening for the last half hour or so. Right. It's sounding quite slow. It's certainly sounding slow now. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Um, you were talking about afterbirth. Yes. Um, it's, it's not really an afterbirth story, but I... Um, I just got on the tra- well. I got on the train about half an hour ago from King's Cross, right. and uh, there was a few people waiting for the loo, and so I, I just sat down by the loo, waiting as you do. Uh, this girl came over, and she sat down, and she started talking to me, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm just waiting for the loo," and she was like, "Oh, oh, oh okay," and I said, "Oh, well." You go first, that's fine, I'm, I'm all right. Yeah. And so she went in, and then I went in after her, and, um, well, you know, you, when you go into a public loo, I always wipe the seat, and there was like this kind of, I don't know, it's a bit grim, I'm not sure I should really talk about it. But yet you've called in to talk about it. Well, no, no, that's not why I called in, but... Well, <laughs> why did you call in then? I don't know, really. I can go if you want. I don't know why. You, <laughs> I don't know what you called in for. You called in to I say the show was slow and then to half tell me a story. And... No, no, I, 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 did, I, was, I didn't mean in a bad way. No, 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 it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's different tempos, isn't it? Um, it is quiet on the phones, and that means that I'm, I'm probably doing something wrong. But why? <laughs> but you, there must have been some reasoning behind you picking up the telephone well, and calling in. You, oh, right. Okay, it's only because you've been talking about afterbirth. Yes. And... And so you what you what you talk, talking about menstrual blood is that what is that where the story's going urine feces where where's it going Oh yeah no no it just looked like a bit of a a blood clot that was there but it's like it's like you know I understand it happens but surely if you were going to I don't know you'd clean up after yourself surely wouldn't one you? would one would think so I certainly wouldn't clean up a, a, another person's blood in a public toilet Well no no I <laughs> no. No. So you did oh, call right, in sorry, to tell me did... that. Uh, Does it? What? <laughs> well, no. Look. <laughs> okay. I don't. I don't get to hear you live very often. Okay. And um, you know, I uh, I thought I'd listen to a, I'd listen to the show for a while. Yeah. See what you're talking about. I'd phone up and tell me a story about menstrual blood. <laughs> oh God. This is, but that's what you—that's what you did. Well, that, well you're, you're telling me. 
but that's what you phoned up for, to tell me that. Uh, I guess. I guess I was just trying to relate something to give me a reason to call up, because otherwise I wouldn't have... Yeah, you don't need a reason to call up, because how's the rest of your day going, apart from that? Uh, okay. You don't sound convinced? Um, It's all right. Um, I was on holiday last week, got home last night. Yeah. That's always a bummer, coming back from a a holiday. It's always a bummer. Yeah, you know, the wife was really upset coming back from holiday. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's a bit of a bummer. And then to cap it all, you found some menstrual blood in a public place. <laughs> it just, it really, it, 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 they say it comes in threes, though, so who knows what the third thing's going to oh, be. Oh, yeah, yeah, what's next, what's next? Yeah, what's next, what's uh, next? Well, thank God. You. well, I'll tell you what's next. <laughs> yeah, cutting you off. Um... Guys, anyone? Anyone, guys? Now, this is a strange story from Britain's greatest newspaper, The Sun. Two docile tortoises launched into a sex frenzy when Fifty Shades of Grey came on the TV. Come on, guys. I know you're the sun, but and you're Britain's greatest newspaper, but, 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 but. Ben Leo, when you wrote this story, really? Did you want to knock off early or something? Is that why you submitted this, Mr. Leo? Owner Jack Osborne, not that one, was amazed to see male Raphael mount platonic female Donatello as topless Christian Grey seduced Anna Steele. Dad of one Jack, 26, filmed the reptile romp on his phone as his wife Sammy, spelt with two eyes, was engrossed in the steamy film. He said, out of the corner of my eye, I noticed something moving in a tank. I knew what was coming. I was sniggering. Only lasted a couple of minutes, and Raphael jumped off and walked away. Jack's 21-second footage shows Grey, played by Jamie, and the dawn Come on, guys. Evening, Josh. Hey, yeah, you all right? Yes, 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 yes. Just a quick one, really. Go on, boss. Wanted to go to South Korea as well as North Korea. I have been to North Korea. So oh, mate, 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 you call in with only three minutes of the show. Tell me all about I it. What was it like? I'd give it a little tiny, you know, a little bit of a tease. I'm, I'm so envious. I, genuinely, it's one of my ambitions is to go to North Korea. What was, what was it like? Um, Kind of, as you'd expect, they're a bit more relaxed, really. Yeah. I think... I don't know, because I'd done a degree, basically, and I did my dissertation on the Korean War, so it was somewhere I was always fascinated in going yeah. to. And you booked it through, a re- you can book it through travel agents, can't you? Yeah, I was going to say, it's one of those, yeah, tour companies. Yeah. It's kind of a bit of a life ambition. But you just go there, really. You're kind of watched wherever you go. Yeah. Got a mind up, but you can ask, you know, with relative respect, I suppose, it's the, the kind of word, you know the do's and don'ts, you're told yeah. that before you go. 
But you're not, you're not shown, you're not, you mean, you're not shown starving children, though, are you? That, 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 when you can't go off on your own and explore. No, no, you can't go off. You're shown what they want you to see. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And, you know, you've got that in the back of your mind at all times. Were you scared when you were there? Not at all. I think I was a bit nervous going in. Yeah. Because I went with the tour company. You know, there was that guy that stole a poster, like, last year. No, I don't. I missed that story. This American guy, yeah, he stole a poster from one of the hotels and was... I think he's still detained there now. <laughs> Whoa! But, <laughs> I didn't know about so that. I went with the same tour company as those about a month afterwards. Yeah. So that was a bit eerie. But and what's it like? Wait, do, well, do you, I'm assuming what? You land in South Korea and then they drive you over the border? No, I went straight from uh, Beijing, fly from Beijing to Pyongyang. Oh, wow, 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 wow. It's on kind of the world's only one-star rated airline. <laughs> as they tell you. A bit bumpy. And quickly, what the, what's the hotels like? Um, kind of 1970s. Yeah. Fake. Josh, Booty. I've got to go, because I've got another... No, but, no, that, but, but thank fine. you for that, genuinely. That's brilliant. It's, it's one of... It's on the list. Uh, finally, Paul Kennedy. Hi, Ian. How are you? I've got one minute, Paul Kennedy, and oh, it's all yours. Dude. Okay, right. I'll, I promise I'll call in earlier next time. Okay. But what I want to say is, you made me rejoin Twitter tonight. How dare you? Oi! Well, what the hell were you thinking of, man? That place sucks. Because I wanted to tell you that, A, when your show is... Oh, I can see a tiny tiny picture of you! (laughs) I can see you! Look, that's you! It's old, dude. Look at that lovely grin! What a beautiful grin! Oh, stop. No. Anyway, it's an old picture. Are we flirting? I think we're flirting. In the final, in the dying 40 seconds of this show, Paul Kennedy, we're flirting and I'm looking at you. Ian, you can do so much better. Hello, Paul. Hello. (laughs) Uh, Listen, I've got to go, but I saw, I read your tweets. You're very kind. Thank you, Just listen. You are amazing. Do not worry. And your show will go to, you know, the limits as long as you be yourself. Thank you, Paul Kennedy. You're an absolute gentleman. Um, I'm enjoying winding up James Ditchfield on Twitter mercilessly. <laughs> He's sending me loads of stuff. I don't know what... James, I'm a little bit busy. I can't read your tweets. But um, anyway, that's it. Thank you, Ed. Thank you, Catherine. Thank you, Korean Billy. Back tonight at 10. Ta-ta. Talk Radio. Digital debate for the UK. Talk Radio. We'll get you talking.